Nice. He just goes straight to the dick question. Oh, he sure did. So. <laughs> now, if you notice, I never said no. No! Oh, <laughs> you just hesitated. Uh, Gotta catch him off guard. You caught, you caught him off guard. But anyways, welcome to Stasis Lock, episode 203, where we will be talking about the Beast Warriors and much more. <laughs> yes. So we're going to just kick it off because we got so much to cover tonight that I'll be on here more than I want to be. So we're going to kick off with our uh, guest. Uh, Matt, tell people about yourself. Hi there. Well, my name is Matthew Douglas Ingram, and I go online under my business name, Doodlebug Press. Um, wherever I can steal that name from any domains is where I go by. And... Uh, <laughs> I like to make art. I like to doodle. And then occasionally I like to make some money making art and making doodles. And uh, I get some success some days with that. And some days I don't. And uh, that kind of brings us to here. But for a little bit more than that, I live in Ontario, Canada. And uh, wow, I'm really bad describing myself. I really enjoy Mecca. I really enjoy robots. And I really enjoy cheese. Nothing wrong with cheese. Oh, God, no. So, all right, great. Should come to Wisconsin. Uh, we got cheese curds. Brett, where are you? What? To be really fine, yeah. Uh, you can find me as Mega Must, Mega Toy Fan on Facebook. Joe. You can find me uh, through Baltinian's TF. Sir Primal Sabbath, my two secretaries. Dylan. Uh, Twitter, Instagram. Delirium 432. And Candace. You can find me around social media as Candace Santora or Candice Art or whatever. Have fun searching. Whatever you always do. You all can find me everywhere at Angry Mike. And let's nope. take Candace out and put in Dalton. Dalton, where people find you at? I'm Dalton. You can find me everywhere at Daltonian's TFs on YouTube as Daltonian95 or for. I guess a third of the show backstage. <laughs> uh, Dalton, what'd you get this week? Nothing. Oh, easy peasy. Huh? What'd you get this week? We'll wait till we get to the mind. Till, till my turn. <laughs> Candace, what'd you get this week? Woo! I, did, I got stuff, guys. I got the no, uh, Iron Factory. What'd you get? What'd you commander. get? Yeah, I did. Iron what'd you get it from? Uh, heat Death. So. Where'd you get it from? Agabus. Thank you, Agabus. Wow. See, I, I was so excited. I couldn't spoil the surprise. But Hanny was so excited when the order went through. <laughs> he he told me. He was That's so insane. excited. I can't believe it's, it's like, man, is like hell froze over. He's never excited when I buy. I see how it is. Possibly. It's yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dylan, what'd you get this week? I got a couple of studio series. I got the lead foot. Sentinel Prime, Shockwave. I got four of those little double crossers. And I just got my Centurion drone in the mail today. So Mine I'm excited to get that. I'm, upset. I'm excited to get that open and check out all those accessories and stuff. The unpainted ones? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, what people what'd you get this week? I got a bunch of stuff. I got some Kabaya kits. I got the Turkey Star Scream, I got uh, <laughs> Earthrise Smoke Screen and the Alligator Guy, whatever his name is. Um, I can hear Dalton going 
upset in the background. That's, um, why, that's why we put him in the background. Yeah, and then I got the other one. Oh, RC, I got RC is trash. And then I got a bunch of other stuff I don't even remember. Uh, oh, oh I remember. The, oh, what? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, shameless plug. Hanny started carrying a new line. It's called Beast Box. So there are these little cubes that turn into different beasts. And then you can yeah. kind of use them. They come with cases where you can build them into little things. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Go check it out. They're really cheap. They're like 25 bucks each. Yeah, I saw yeah. him post that over on uh, in the Facebook chat groups. All right, Brett, okay, what'd you I'm get? Done We're actually batting a thousand here because I got something too. Well, oh, nice. After... A long time. I actually got the Tikara Pterosaur repaint without the, the green on the back and the nice nice yellow beak and the more tune accurate one. That's I've been awesome. looking for this for a long time. So I finally <laughs> got that. Congratulations, Brett. That's a great figure. One, one grail off the list. Oh, it's a grail. I have three of them. <laughs> You have three grails? Oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah. Mike's, Mike's I drink beer triggered. from them. <laughs> yep. Hear <laughs> <laughs> me over here? Losing my shit. I can hear Dalton through the block. Wow. Yeah, I know. He's blurting in the corner here. <laughs> All right. Well, since none of you inconsiderate fucks asked me what I got this week. Mike, what'd you get this <laughs> week? Oh, shit. You ain't gonna kiss my ass now. So Mike, nobody let's... cares what you got this week. I know. No, you know what? <laughs> but oh. here's you the know thing. What? You know here's what? the thing. If you did get Hey, Dalton, welcome oh. to the show. Ooh. Hey, I asked welcome you. Welcome back, Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see it in here. Dalton says, I asked, fucker. Yeah, All right, so yeah, check us out. I got Earthrise RC, Earthrise Blue Streak, Earthrise Sun, or what was it? Blue Streak, Smoke I got the two pack iron hot and prowl. Wow. And Damn. I got uh, Generation Select uh, Tiger Tracks, three Alicons that I would pay no, no, for. No, they're Alligator Guy. And yeah. a divorce. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> we, we won't go there. Oh, did he put it His nickname is Al E. Money. That's right. Not in the state of Arkansas. <laughs> so, hey, Mike, I think this is the first time everyone got something. No one Except asked me what I got this week. Oof. We haven't got. Well, wait, we, we're, so far. Who didn't? Who didn't get crazy? Dalton. No, no, no. Dalton didn't get anything. Not yet. <laughs> want, want. God, Matt, did, did you get anything this week? That up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, actually, I don't have it yet. But this week, I paid the uh, the shipping to show Z for the uh, Transart Skate Gorilla. Oh no, uh, you didn't. Which means, uh, which means, which means, I might have it in three months. Yeah, <laughs> might, might. Yeah, I'll fix it. So I, I think I, I lost mine. I lost mine. I think in the uh, oh, no. the zombie tropical storm out there in the ocean. So it's probably you know, to show up. What's I'm funny was was that <laughs> what I, you I might not know, Matt, is that I'm like <laughs> really against third party and KOs. And I actually dug the uh, skateboard grill, so I went ahead and got it. What was funny was, out of our whole group, I was the first one to get it before everyone else. And they're like, the one guy who doesn't like third party is the first one to get it. 
Well, then give Rose a pill. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah! <laughs> oh, she's not going to let it go. But, uh, All right. Thank you, yeah, I'm, I'm a little nervous <laughs> because I never ordered anything from Show Z before. I've heard good things, but I always get nervous when I'm ordering from a store for the yeah. first time. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Especially since it's yeah. really weird. I could have sworn that when I pre because I, I pre-ordered it and I know that they had an option where they can hold the item until they ship it out to you. But I swear that when I ordered it, they had a free shipping promotion going on. And yeah. I was waiting for it to ship out to me, and then I messaged them about it, and they're like, oh, no, you have to pay extra. You said to hold it. I'm like, I swear the reason why I went to your store specifically was because I saw a free shipping promo on it. Right. Or else I would have gone <laughs> with uh, TF Direct as a place that I've ordered from two or three times, so at least I know that they're reliable. Right. And uh, but I was like, uh, and at first I was actually angry, and I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's free shipping. Like, oh, I'll cancel you to go with someone else. And I was like, damn it, everyone else has sold out. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> like, I already paid you guys, so I'll pay the extra 20 bucks shipping. Yeah. So. At least it's not double the price like it is with Hasbro Pulse. Uh, oh, so. I'm a Canadian. I've, I, the concept of Hasbro Pulse is completely alien to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got a, a TM2DB in the chat, David Gabriel. Uh, oops. Leonardo is in the chat. Who else is in the chat? Uh, David, Kyle David in the chat. Uh, Peter's in the chat. Kylo Queso Prime 84. I don't know who that is. I can't pronounce that. Chaos Prime. Uh, Chaos Prime. Yeah, thank Chaos. you. <laughs> English. Okay. English are hard. <laughs> oh, Dalton, why'd you do that? I was going to say, oh. I want Joe. All right, welcome back, Joe. Welcome I back, Joe. Say, I, I want Joe back. <laughs> oh, me. Oh. All right. <laughs> Don't piss off the people who have power over the patrols. So I can always bank on Dalton saying something stupid to make up for my something stupid. Right. All right, so let's get going here. Uh our social media, Instagram.com underneath Stasis Lock Podcast, Facebook under uh, Beast Wars, Twitter.com, Stasis Lock Cast, Stasis Lock Podcast at gmail.com to get a hold of Joe for some odd reason, and the Facebook group, the Beast Wars <laughs> Society, where you can buy, sell, trade, discussion, join the group now. Be sure to answer those questions, or I will not let you in. Answer them correctly and not so stupid, and we won't make fun of you. Agabus, Agabus.com, where a lot of us buy. Where Candace probably should have bought something else that she's waiting for, <laughs> but she didn't. But anyways, uh, usually Agabus gets it shipped out almost the next day, depending on the time frame. If it's ordered by 3.30, 4.30 Central Standard Time. I think, I think 4.30 Central is usually the cutoff time. Yeah, so. he'll usually get it uh, shipped out the next day, and he does a really good job of that. Uh, so we're going to do things a little bit backwards today. We're going to... Uh, we're going to talk with uh, Matthew about everything the Kickstarter program and some other questions and then uh, then we'll go into our regular spell stuff of how we do things. I know it's a little bit different. I'm sure adults in the background like, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. So, <laughs> Beast Wars um, is a collection uh, a pin collection, which is something I've never really gone and got myself per se, um, but the uh, link to the description or the the link is in the description. Takes you directly to the Kickstarter. 
Um, so Matt, I'm gonna let you take it away on this and just basically tell people about this um, and give us a little info on it. Sure. Well, uh, we launched the con the campaign on September 1st. I use the word we all the time, and I'm not sure because it's just me who's doing it, but it gives a sense of community that we're all part of this Kickstarter, even though I get the money. Um, but basically what I was looking to do is uh, I've always been into pins. Um, I used to uh, have a few Disney pins and whatnot. I always liked them. And when the lockdowns really started to, you know, get rolling back in March, I kind of told myself, well, I'm stuck at home. I was laid off from my job at the time. I wanted to be more productive with my time. Um, at the time of my life, I'd kind of been putting art stuff on the back burner. I always had like these little projects I wanted to do. And I always wanted to do enamel pins. I had been to conventions and artist alleys and I saw people making their own designs. And I don't know, there, there's just something about seeing, uh, because I'm a 2D artist, um, usually I would sell my art as either commissions or, you know, just printed on paper. There was just something about seeing the 2D art on something more, you know, tangible, like with a little, you know, little metal collectible. And I was like, I always like to try making some of those. And I just kind of thought, I'm like, well, the world's on fire. Um, people are dying. So I should make some pins. So I, I ran a first Kickstarter for some original designs of uh, some monster creature designs, uh, which you can find on my Etsy store, which is Doodle Press, uh, sorry, Doodlebug, uh, yeah, Doodlebug Press Shop. And it was successful. And I managed to raise enough funds to make six pin designs. And so, you know, that kind of got my feet wet and I got to learn about the process and learn, you know, the intricacies of designing them, um, which is ironic because I had the idea for the Beast Wars pins before those, but I really didn't want the first time I made pins to be, uh, you know, tackling such a big project of doing so many designs, you know, because, you know, for all I know, they could all come back and turn out to be garbage because I just don't know how to make them. But since I made a few, um, I learned some of the ins and outs and, uh, now I feel like I was ready to tackle this. I got the idea of doing them where, um, where was it? Uh, I think I was on the Transformers wiki page and I came across the article for the Game Boy Color Beast Wars game. And I remember playing on an emulator ages ago and I just saw the art how it was like, you know, everyone's all like the super deformed, like cutesy chibi style. And I just kind of thought in my head, I think I saw one of Cheetor and I was like, I'm like, it'd be kind of cute if you saw the other characters like that. And Megatron was the first one I started doodling. And I was kind of like, oh, I like how this is turning out. And then that turned into, I think I did 10 out of the 14 of them, like five days in a row, just nonstop. And it kind of lined up with, I was doing a rewatch of Beast Wars because I discovered it was on Tubi. And again, I was at home with time to kill. So I just kind of had it on the background. And, and once I started pumping out the designs i showed some friends and they're like these are pretty cute like you should actually make these and uh yeah everything just kind of fell into place i i had i had these designs finalized around uh april april or may ish and i wasn't sure when i was going to launch it but then when all the stuff started leaking about the kingdom toy line i was thinking in my head i'm like well hype for beast wars is probably going to be at its highest right now so why not? So uh, I put together the Kickstarter and I posted on some Transformer websites some of the designs saying, hey, would you guys think this is worth throwing money, money under? Lo and behold, people said, yes, we would like to give you money. And I went, hot damn. 
And then I launched it on September 1st, and lo and behold, people threw money at it, and way more than I ever expected. And uh, I, uh, I've been blown away by the support, by the fandom, that we just busted through all the stretch goals, because I, I thought it would be way too ambitious to just right out of the gate say, let's fund 14 of them. I figured, eh, we'll start with four. And then that way, I'll get enough money to do that. And I thought to myself, maybe... Maybe I can get funding for six, maybe ten of them, but uh, nope. <laughs> you guys, uh, <laughs> you guys just busted through, and I, I, we were breaking stretch goals faster than I was able to make art, uh, <laughs> like new banners and stuff like that to pump out updates. Yeah, because you fund it in like twenty four hours. Yeah, less than that actually. That part right. absolutely blew me away because uh, the part that I never expected. Like I tried to be very realistic with it, where you know. Um, a question that people always ask, you know, when you hear about celebrities or someone who like was in a successful TV show, of like, did you ever know it was going to be big? And, uh, you know, you get the two answers. People are like, I always knew, or like, or uh, no, no, I expected it never would. You know, I was optimistic. I was like, sure, it'd be cool if it did. But I was trying to be realistic of being like, no, no, it'll probably it'll probably take about halfway through the campaign to reach like the 1300, the original asking price. And then, you know, it's like maybe we'll squeak 5k at the end. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty optimistic. And I think the part that absolutely blew me away was not the fact that people were just pledging, but um, even still now, I think it's about 86% of all pledgers just went full for the whole set. They're like, I want them all baby. I'm like, I don't make, don't make me. That's what I did. <laughs> well, thank and, you. And you're gonna get more. I need them. I need them. I need them all. Yesterday. <laughs> and I'm already uh, half designing the uh, season two designs, and uh, I already have mapped out what I'm planning for the season three designs. So, um, yeah, I'm not planning to stop anytime soon. So here's a real Sweet. quick question: For season two, will we actually get a pin of maybe like Terrasol's arm out of the lava pit? That that would be freaking awesome. And it would be, but like it's claw. really sad. It's I sad. Just, that he's dead. just both their hands like reaching up from the lava, and then I, I maybe Waspinator in the background being like, "Ha ha, bitches!" I could use glitter on the arms to show when they were uh, turning transmetal. Oh yeah, that would be really cool. So that would be awesome. So as of right now, all 14 have been unlocked. All the stickers have been unlocked. And then you threw up some uh, other stuff after we got the um, <laughs> the other pin, which was the uh, dark green pin. So at 6,000. Now, here's what we wanted to know. We talked about this last week because we've talked about everything last week as well on the pins. But did the stickers that are going to be upgraded – is it the current stickers that are already unlocked, or is it a whole other set of stickers? Oh, I probably should have specified that a little bit more. Uh, basically, all the stickers will be upgraded to hollow foil, meaning like that's the only kind of stickers I'll be including. Okay, yeah, because we didn't. We were asking ourselves that last week. We we're kind of like, well, it doesn't specifically say, so we didn't know if we were getting another set of stickers. No, basically, it's good. like I haven't printed the stickers yet, so it's basically going to be the same set of stickers, but with a, a special hollow foil uh, coating. Because I was very, very lucky where I managed to find a uh, a printer uh, in my own province in Ontario that did the, uh, the hollow foil upgrade for way cheaper than other places I was looking at. Because uh, 
other places I was looking at for die cut stickers with a hologram to do that many because I would be printing like uh, 1,400 stickers. It was, ooh, it was expensive. Right. And, so, uh, so, so for those OCD crazy people out there like me um, who want a set of stickers in the holofoil and regular, is there a way to get a set of regular stickers and holofoil? Well, the funny thing is, is that I never really expected the concept of the stickers to be that popular. Like, I looked at other pin maker Kickstarters, and I'm also part of some uh, Facebook groups of other enamel pin makers. And it's pretty common where they'll throw in a sticker version of the pin as like a little freebie type of thing as like, you know, thanks for doing the Kickstarter. And mm -hmm. I was just going to print, you know, exactly how many stickers I needed for backers. Um, and then a few people were messaging me and they're like, hey, man, are you going to like offer more stickers like on your etsy store or something afterwards i'm like oh i i wasn't planning on it but it i'm like, like it never occurred to me. so I, I think what i'll do at the moment is just to keep logistics a little bit smoother is um if we upgrade to the hologram stickers i'm just going to ship those as is and then i will open up the option to uh purchase the stickers on my etsy store down the line for people who want more of just the regular ones okay. awesome yeah. And they're and they're not going to be terribly expensive. If I'm just uh, if I'm just printing just regular vinyl stickers, it won't be too bad for them. And I'll offer like a discounted price to get like the whole set type of thing. And um, you're less than well, we talked before the show, like less than fifty bucks away from the six thousand dollars stretch, right? It's been haunting me. <laughs> been... Yeah, we're, it's it's now very far off, and you'll we'll get all holofoil uh, stickers. Um, I know some of the other castmates have some questions. Um, uh, I, I know, I know, Brett had a question because he asked me this, and I did not know. Brett, you remember what we're talking? I'm talking about. Um, as far as having how we go about getting the the other pins, if we've already pledged a certain amount, right? If they get unlocked, once, in other words, once the other pins are unlocked, we're already locked in with the. I think I got, what was it, the, the initial 14. Yeah. Top, okay. So what if we want the others? Are we going to have the option to buy that? Do they, Is that going to be done in one transaction or yeah. two transactions? Um, I, I thought of a couple of different ways to do it. It's ironic because right after I launched this campaign, uh, Kickstarter sent me an email saying, hey, we added a new option where you can create add-on bonuses to tiers and basically make a little drop down menu to add more things i went damn it of course mm -hmm. it uh, of course it happens afterwards yeah so on the upside they'll make it a lot easier when i do the second round of kickstarter but for this one what i've just been telling people is you can edit uh your pledge so basically when you click on the pledge for i'm just making up numbers let's just say 50 dollars. you know it automatically shows that plus the shipping but you do have the option to add more than what's there so I do have listed on the Kickstarter that if you want uh, the Predacon Rhinox pin, you either have two options. Um, if let's say you chose, you know, the uh, the four pin tier and you want that to be one of the four, then you just do nothing. And then when the Kickstarter is over, I send out a survey where you check off which pins you want. But if you want it on top of whatever you've gotten, which obviously you'd have to do if you went for the whole set and you want one more, you just edit your pledge uh, and just add an extra amount, which is $6 US or $7 Canadian. 
And in that way, for me, I'm keeping track of a spreadsheet. But even then, I see everyone's name and the pledge. And if I see the higher amount, then I already know that you're going for a variant pin. And then, of course, if we hit the next variant pin, it'll be the same idea. And then when I, again, when I send out all the, all the uh, surveys at the end of the Kickstarter, you'll be checking off which pins you want, including the variants. Okay, and then one other question. Yeah, go ahead. If, let's say, um, someone wanted, you know, they had a certain number of pins, and when it comes time to the, the your Kickstarter's over, and they say, oh, wow, I didn't know about, you know, the Dark Rhinox or, or whatever – can I add that? Will that yeah. be an option? So, yeah. So the, the variant pins I am making to order, I will be making a few extra just in case if there's any defect pins because, you know, sometimes you get one or two that are messed up. Sure. Um, so I will be making a window after the Kickstarter is finished. It'll probably be like 72 hours because the upside is, is that when the Kickstarter ends, I actually don't get the money for two weeks. Um, Kickstarter has to like run through their processing and they take their cut and they take a cut for processing fees. So in that two week period, I can't do anything with the money. So I'll probably, I'll be putting out a message to all the backers saying there's a 72 hour window or something along those lines. I'll have to finalize that where I'll just say, Hey, if you still wanted it, um, you can't pledge anymore at this point, but just send me a PayPal for this amount. And, you know, like things like make sure it's the same email as what's on your pledge. And then I'll just add it to it. Um, gotcha. Because yeah, because uh, once I send off my order to the factory, I won't be making any more extra of the variants and they won't be made available anywhere else. Okay. So here's the question I do have on that. Um, so let's say we, we get all the way up to 10 grand and we unlock the other two pins. And let's say I want to get, three extra of the I want three boss monkeys I want three pterosaurs which I say that wrong it's just me and I want three of the uh, <laughs> the big gr dark green so would I add six pers that'd be 18 times three added to my pledge yep that's exactly the way you can do it yeah because even though even though I describe the tiers as for instance the 14 pin pier says the full set it doesn't have to be because what you're really paying for is just 14 pins. So right, can, that's fine. You can get you can get 14 Dinobots if you want. So hence why when the surveys go out, um, you'll be able to check off whichever ones you want, including the variants that have been unlocked. Um, okay. if, if you wanted to get 14, uh, you know, Predacon Rhinox, pff, feel free. Just like I said, I won't be making any more of the variants after that period, and uh, and I, I will be making a window. Because in the event of, you know, let's say we just squeak at 10K before it ends and then it ends and no one has a chance to, you know, add on for that pin, then yeah, like when the campaign ends, same thing where I'm like, hey, here's a 72-hour window. You guys can just directly PayPal me the extra and uh, that'll go towards like the variants and extras. Okay, cool. Uh, Dylan, Camus, you all have a question? <clears throat> I still, I got one more. Got no, he answered. Yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> gosh, well, I, well, I just, I was just thinking if, if I <laughs> was at the, the top tier and let's say I wanted, I don't know, uh, another eight or I can't remember where the tiers were. Let's say I wanted what was equivalent to the tier before that. Could I do two different orders of each tier 
Wouldn't that be easier? It would be if Kickstarter let me. So the problem is, is that Kickstarter won't let the same account uh, make two different uh, in the same Kickstarter. Because yeah, that would save me a world of headache. Yeah, I was <laughs> just thinking. I, I thought yeah. that would be easy. Yeah. Okay. So of unless, course, <laughs> unless you got a friend or a spouse who wants to make an account and make the order or something like that, something separate. Um, unfortunately, I can't do that. What now? The upside is, is that now that Kickstarter has added a uh, like an add-on option to existing tiers. Hopefully, for the next Kickstarter, I can implement something like that. Gotcha. So but at the moment, nope. So technically, he could add on. 14 times 6 and get two full sets if you wanted to, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. See, yeah. there you go, Brett. I was thinking. I was just trying to think of what was going to be easier to do and, and, and what made more sense, but of course what makes sense and they don't do it. Oh, well, of course. Well, they do uh, it after the fact. Exactly. All right, uh, I, I try to look at it optimistically and say, like, alright, things will just... Things that I'll have in mind for when I do the season two Kickstarter. Right. It, it'll just be easier the next time. Yeah. yeah. So I'm also reading some of the comments. So uh, Timid Giant R. Peter, just letting you know all the prices are in Canadian. So right now we're hoping to reach 6K Canadian. Same with the uh, the 8K and the 10K. So all these pricing that you hear me talk about is all Canadian. So the upside mm-hmm. value of Americans is everything is much cheaper than everything I'm talking about. <laughs> As I shake my fist at you, Mike, what was ours for the uh, top tier? Sixty-eight dollars, I think. There you That's go. Great. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so you know, top with top tier before the add-ons, sixty-eight Because I, I think it's about, I think it's eighty-nine percent of the backers are all American, which I just found hilarious. Wow. <laughs> we, we know where our we know where our fandom is. Which honestly, it, it's perfectly fine for me because um, uh, it just means that when I go to the post, uh, I can just dump off all the American packages all in one go. Well, there you go. <laughs> all right, uh, Dylan, Joe, did y'all have any questions? I know Dalton's got a question. No, I didn't have any questions. I have one. Hopefully, it's a quick one. Um, so it looks like in the group shot. Um, with all of them next to each other, it looks like they're roughly done in scale with each other, with Megatron being the biggest, and then the others being their appropriate various sizes in between. Are the actual pins going to be in scale yes, with each are. other like that? Oh, wow. So Megatron will be like a big pin and Rat so Trap will be small? I know, I know on uh, TFW 2005, there's a pretty famous uh, scale thread where they will... Yep pick to the ends of the earth about scale yep and so i obviously these are cartoony pins so you know mm-hmm. if someone starts busting out micrometer measurements against me i'll just kind of laugh but i <laughs> i did put them all in a row and i like i was like uh, I, I just tried to do what kind of felt right things yeah. like you know rat trap and black arachne are the same size and i was like mm-hmm. okay you know optimus is a smidge bigger and like cheetor is a smidge smaller dinobot is mm-hmm. a bit than you know Rhinox, but shorter than Megatron. So, so they're all in in roughly scale. Oh, that's awesome. And then there are little tricks that I tried to do that give the illusion of some being bigger than others. Like um what, what's an example? Like Cheetor is actually technically strictly from a millimeter point of view, is taller than Primal, 
but it's just because I really exaggerated the the tips of his uh, of his helmet. So his okay. eye, so his eye level is lower than primals, or oh, like some characters are hunched over, some are standing up straighter. So it, it helps with uh, kind of fudging around the scale a bit as well. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, uh, Dalton's back. Yeah, I know Dalton said he had a question for you. Yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of a similar question to both Mike and Brett's, but uh, say we only back a few of these, you know initially would there be a point to get some of the initial set later on well here's the here's the thing that gets kind of tricky of trying to figure that out is so whenever you're talking to these factories uh, to make these pins they have a minimum quota which is uh generally 100 pins per design so that's what i budgeted for so basically i was budgeting to make 1400 pins and then whatever the variant was and I thought to myself, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I give everyone their pins and then whatever I have left over, I sell in my Etsy store. Well, we have 81 backers now. So it's now, of course, that 81 backers doesn't mean that everyone's getting every single pin, but most of the backers are going for the full set. So the upside is, is that uh, I can order a few extra ones. I really won't know until when the campaign finishes how much more I'm going to get. Um, I realistically, by the way things are going, once they hit my Etsy store, anywhere from 20 to 40 pins per design is probably what I'll have left. And then if I'll make them again, I honestly don't know. (laughs) It all depends on uh, if they sell out fast on Etsy and there's a demand, then then I'll have more made. Because the upside is, is that so the most expensive part of making the pins is cutting the molds. So, and the pin maker factories, I think they, uh, they hold on to the molds for about six months before they melt them down. So oh, it wow. is cheaper to make wow. reorders. Now, that being said, the six months is like, they'll extend that. So if I wait three months, make some more, they extend it another six months where they hold on to the molds. Gotcha. Uh, so, uh, if they sell out quick and if I'm able to afford doing it, because Right now, like I said, the, the absolute biggest cost is cutting the molds and then shipping from China for the pins. Um, just to give you guys context for, uh, for logistics, um, the shipping cost is about $800 for these pins. Wow. That's, China to Canada? That's just to ship them to me. Um, so real quick, uh, what I did notice on the Kickstarter was that these are slated for November. Is that correct? Or is that, I mean, is that still the plan? Yes. So when I say November, I mean that's when I'll have them mailed out. Now to I have us or to or to get mailed to yourself. No, to you. the The turnaround okay. time is usually about two weeks for the production process. Uh, wow. Thankfully, it's it's a factory that I've worked with before, so I basically know how they work, and I've already been prepping the designs with them. So uh, so we've already gotten them ready to go pretty much. I've had them look over the designs and make sure of like, hey, is this something to be done or like. Do we need to tweak a design here of like, you know, some spots could be too small to squeeze in detail. So all that tweaking and stuff has more or less already been done. And they're just waiting for me to give them money pretty much. And uh, and then they're like, and then go. So basically just trying to cut that production time as fast as we can. And then uh, if I can get them mailed out. Now, of course, my little loophole is, is that November 30th is still November. So, right. 
So it, it hopefully is for that month. I mean, there is always the risk that it could be a little bit later because, you know, there's always delays. But one thing I do pride myself in, as you guys see with all the updates that I post in Kickstarter, is I do keep everyone in the loop. In the event, if there is a delay, I will let you guys know 100% whatever I know and get them shipped out to you guys as soon as possible. Um, but so far, it's, it's looking pretty good. What do okay. you think? What do you think the likelihood is if this does very well, which it looks like it's going to, um, of doing other variants of the existing mold you had since you already have the mold to, you know, um, like a Shadow Panther or a Fractal or Pack Rat, um, you know, using the same designs with uh, just different coloring for different characters? Yeah, I mean, there's always the the chances for that because, like I said, when I was designing these, like I had no idea it was going to be this popular with the fandom that it would explode this quickly. So that's why, like, none of the variants that I did were based on any of like the Botcon toys or anything like that because um, I figured I would concentrate people who watch the show and I would keep the variants to things that happen sure. in the show. Right. Because um, I had that going in my head. I was like, oh, I could do a fractal repaint or I could do pack rat. I'm like, oh, there's a couple of different options. And now that those gates are open, I mean, yeah, there, there's always a possibility. I do know a very popular thing with pins is uh, for people to do uh, pre-orders on Etsy mm -hmm. uh, for a certain pin design. And if the demand is there, I, I might look into that because you're right. Like a, um, from a cost point of view, I wouldn't have Absolutely. to any molds. Right. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, so that, that's, that's certainly something that I can look down. And at that point, I would probably just go on social media, like my Facebook page or Instagram and just put out some polls. And mm -hmm. if I can justify enough to, you know, like justify the cost of shipping, then yeah, I, I would totally think about doing like Rackdoll or pack rat. Um, there's some variants that I probably wouldn't do. Um, Someone had suggested doing um, Black Arachnia when she uh, has that silver color scheme from the trigger. And I don't know what it is. I tried for like four or five hours. The colors just did not look good on, on, on the mold. Don't know what? why. Looking at it, and I was like, it just, I think it's because I don't have any access to any actual metallic colors. And the, the gray parts just looked very ugly against the, uh, like the, the gold. Uh, or at least like, you know, the, the uh, yellow gold color. And I thought about it and I was like, yeah, nah, not going to do that one. And the what problem is she has, uh, she has glowing red eyes and the mold, the, the way the designs work is anything that you see that's black is bare, is flat metal on the pin. So because black arachnia's eyes are solid black, um, I can't fill them in red. And I was like, and I don't know, call me anal, but I was like, if I can't get the red eyes, then that's not the look, and I'm not going to do it. Right. What about, um, uh, here's a very obscure one you could do later on. And I think me and Joe talked about this was the uh, Puzzler Rat Trap. Well, which one? Puzzle Rat. White oh, the white, the white one from yeah, the yeah. Toys R Us exclusive puzzle rat yeah. trap. Yeah. Oh wait, 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 wait! Wasn't that Transmetal rat trap? That was Transmetal, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. it that was. wasn't based on his original one. Correct. So no, that could this... certainly that could certainly be a uh, a bonus pin for the uh, season two Kickstarter. Well, we tell you what, me and Joe are all about that puzzler. Well, you got two. Because I, I know <laughs> well, one of the fun things I thought about doing with the variants was like maybe picking variants of like, 
you know, uh, something where the person couldn't own the actual toy uh, as a holy grail. So I figured, hey, here's your call, uh, you know, consolation prize. Here's the in version of it. Right. Yeah, I, I, I went for the uh, the fire convoy, or sorry, burning convoy. Burning. I know that not a lot of people have that figure. Well, I was thinking. I, I understand using the basic characters to get your broadest group, and then for the, your bonus, kind of narrowing it a little. But I, I would say that you definitely have a following, and so for the second set, I, and of course, I have nothing to do with this, but I would venture to say that you would be good in going with a more obscure character. Because you've got the you've got the backing right now, so yeah. you, you've got you've got the ear you know bent towards what you're doing, and now maybe you can get those like you said those characters that people couldn't get, you know well, the, I, the super rare ones. I I know a certain Primal Sabbath that would love a Cataclysm from a Transmetal Cheetor or a Shocker Act from Rampage. Well, uh, since you guys have been so supportive, I'll give you a little bit of a preview for the season uh -oh. two. Uh -oh. Because right now, so we are looking at doing the whole cast. Like I said, I, I plan to do everybody. And uh, the three variants that I... Now, the thing is, is that um, season two, um, there's less new characters than season one. So it's not going to be as many unique designs. So as an example, like um, season two introduced Transmetal Cheetor, Transmetal Tarantulas... Transmetal Megatron and Optimus, Quickstrike, Silverbolt, uh, um, Rampage, Transmutate, and Ravage. And uh, so, you know, it's not 14 pins. So I was like, okay, I can play with a few more variants then. So right off the bat, we are going to get Primeval Dawn Tarantulas. Nice. Uh, we're going to get Ape-Link, and we're going to get the super, super rare Transmetal Tigatron. Oh, oh wow. Oh, hold on, guys. There is going to be a Ravage, uh, Ravage pin. Awesome. Hold on a second, guys. You hear what he said? He said transmetal. Transmetal, not Fusorn. <laughs> you're, you're thinking about no, he's, he's talking about the Bakon one. Yeah. But, oh. I mean, later yeah, on, he, later he, on he, in season three, he won't say Fusor. He'll say transmetal to Tigertron. Tiger Hawk. Tiger Hawk. Yeah, Tiger Hawk. Yeah. Thank you. And, it'll be, and, it, and it should be Fusor. <laughs> I, 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 I can't comp the words you're speaking right now, Brett, they, they just don't compute in my mind. And then the thing is, is uh, instead of going for tons of variants, there will be an oversized pin for season two that will be the Tripredicus Council oh. at their oh, yeah. little, oh, wow. little table with the three little red lights. Okay. Oh, that would be awesome. I, I'm back in that whole set then. <laughs> so I, think, I, 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 I think I might get an extra one of those yeah. pins. If I can't now, get now the one. now now the the downside, I guess, depending on your point of view, is that they are going to be a little bit pricier, just because since I am going to scale, everybody gets a bit bigger, including uh, Rampage will be a larger. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, and when you get the we're okay Optimal with Optimist money, so. and the Transmetal Two Megatron, those will be huge. Well, oh, yeah. the, uh, what actually will be working is is because season three uh, only has is only going to have eight pin designs because you know there's only a few characters. So instead of the unlocking tiers being in sets of two pins like they've been, it's just going to be one pin for each tier. And Optimus, Optimal Optimus, will be a big one. That one will be because all these pins are they range in size from just under an inch to uh, an inch and a quarter. And uh, Optimus Optimus will be probably uh, between inch and a half and inch and three quarters. 
Wow. And, then, and then about just as wide. So it'll be a, a pretty big boy. Well, see, I think I just figured out how I'm going to back this first run then. I think I'll do a couple of my favorite characters and then characters who didn't see a transmetal form. So Big Green, Chopper Face, and then Cheetor and was right. it Stripes. Just sell your snake eyes to me and you can fund the whole thing. <laughs> I, I'm actually considering selling that. Oh, uh, no, he didn't. All right. <laughs> All right, we gotta move along. So, eight thousand <laughs> is going to be the super smirker, which is from when uh, Terrasol got uh, all powered and juiced up mm-hmm. on the uh, Energon roids. Yeah, roid Energon roids. <laughs> Power surge. And, and the one I really want, I really wanted to make the pin bigger, but unfortunately, I can't do that. So, sparkly no, it is. So, this it one works. here is what I'm really looking forward to. I really hope. Like this last week, you get like a big, huge spike in money. But for well, the people who want to add more money, like for me and Brett, for sure, want to add money for the extra pins, do we need to change our pledge now to where that money goes towards the current number? I mean, um, does I, that help I would, the number in the long run? I would prefer that people upgrade their pledge only for what's unlocked so far, only because let's say if you guys change your pledge for Flaming Ape and then we don't reach it, it's like it just gets complicated then trying to refund the amount and whatnot. Yeah. Um, well, no, me, me personally, I'll just buy more. I'll just put it towards your character. That's how I am too. I'll just, I'll just buy something else. If you guys yeah, want to do that, that then, uh, then feel free. I'll give you a heads up that the Super Smirker and Flaming Ape, they're going to be the same price as the Predacon uh, uh, Rhinox. Which is $6, is that right? Yep, 6 bucks. So, no. Brett, we want three of each, so we got to throw in uh, 18 times three on our pledge. Don't worry, we're going to throw some money at you. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I kind of like that idea about just getting another run. Hey, yeah. See, see there? Just, we're, going th- we're going to throw some money at you later. That, that'll time. give me another 14 to play around with to see which ones I want to pick and choose. Because when, because when you were saying about a big rush, it's funny you say that because when I look on Kickstarter, I obviously get analytics that I'm able to see. Like I can see everyone's pledge and you know how much they've pledged and blah, blah, blah. There is an option where you can click to watch the project, and then it does show me out of all the people who've watched the project, how many people have been converted into pledges. So right now, there's 71 project followers. Out of those 71 followers, 17 have converted. Wow. So there's so still like 53 people who are watching but haven't backed yet. And it could be you- waiting until the end because I do know that um, – Kickstarter will send out a reminder. I think it's 48 hours before it ends. Yep. So you never know. There could be a, a giant surge. You'll, see, you'll, you'll see a spike right at the end. See, you'll get those people that are on the on the you know cusp of thinking about it, and then, oh, oh I got to do it. The see, only, I guess the only part that makes me nervous was when I set up a Kickstarter, I totally forgot that um, Masterpiece Tigertron comes out at the end of the month. And so I was kind of like, eh, is that going to interfere with, with people wanting to pledge it? So, but, how far? Uh, how so quickly, yeah, you're scrunching my budget there, dude. It sucks, uh, but yeah. I'll, I'll make it work. How quickly do the payment? How quickly after the Kickstarter do you have to pay to make the payment? Sorry? How quickly after the Kickstarter ends do you have to make the payment? It does it automatically off of your card. So okay. um, there's no option to like, you know, click to pay. It'll just automatically pull it from your card. And I believe it does it over 48 hours. I was trying to help you. I was trying to say there was a gap that you could 
but eh, I, I get it. <laughs> now, one thing I'm curious about, uh, just because I haven't used this streaming software before, there's an option here where all the camera information is set share screen. So can I share what's on my computer screen? Yeah, and then Mike can blow it up and make it so mm -hmm. everyone can see it. So let's see your entire screen. Come on, Mike, blow it. PG-13 now. <laughs> blow it up. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Oh, boy. I need and that. And that's one-to-one -one yeah. size of what the pen's going to be. That's huge. Well, I mean, it's not that big. Red light came to second. Cance, what do you think of that? He said transmute. Beautiful. Now, here's the part that's tricky about with the designs I'm still working out. So the thing is, when you're using enamel paints, you can't do gradients or fades. Uh, they just don't have that technology. So what I've tried to work out is basically doing comic book. You can see zip atomic. Oh, the, yeah. the dot matrix. And I think it looks pretty good when you zoom out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, that looks like, fantastic, it, it looks dude. Like a, a pretty good fade. And then to give you guys another idea. preview. So this is the packaging that it'll look Oh, I love the packaging. Oh, oh I need that. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Crab cake. I love it. Look at this crab cake. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fucking shit. Sign me the fuck up right now. So, yeah, I don't Damn. Know if you guys have picked up. Uh, every character is called by either a nickname or an insult from within the show. Oh, I love it. So That's phenomenal, season. dude. Great job. I'll give you guys another preview. Oh, oh. A bunch of previews. <laughs> oh, man. Two head. So cool. He's so cute. He was a pain in the ass. Really? Yeah, I can imagine. Because <laughs> you got to make sure there's enough room where you can get the paint colors in there. Like uh, they require, I believe it's uh, 0.3 millimeters of space. And these yeah. get pretty small. Like, you know, it's going to be like this. And it was just trying to figure out the position with the Cobra head and those stupid. I don't like Quick Strike, just to let you guys know. <laughs> from, a, from a visual design point of view, I think he's a mess. <laughs> and I, I hate those, those stupid scorpion leg hands <laughs> and it this probably took me longer to do than all the designs <laughs> combined and wow. then, now, i'm only going to mention this because you did anyway. i was going to say everyone's going to uh pause this and look at this but did you happen to see candace great face silver <laughs> Oh my god, I can hear it saying yes. Including including I was pretty proud of this. It's my little knockoff Predacon symbol. Yeah, hey, Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> it works. Dude, just just take my wallet it. right now. I mean my little, Oh, look at that. My little <laughs> that, that, dude. logo. Oh, like that's oh, I that love is, it. Amazing, dude. So that I is... figured for the mint on card people, they can leave these on the on the backing card and uh, you know, hang them up if they want to. And I thought it was like a cute little thing. And uh, for that instance, just means everyone has to get two sets. Everyone out there, oh. you have to buy two sets. <laughs> yeah. I, right. Everyone, everyone's got to get the uh, the mint on card. And for instance, this is what the uh, the Kickstarter variants will right. look like. Okay. And then you'll have the pin in the center there. Awesome. That is. I love it. That is really. That's some really good work, man. It looks awesome. I'm man. I'm really excited for. Wave two now. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to figure out everything. <laughs> and yeah, no. So, so we have through the thirtieth, right? Like at midnight on the thirty on the A first week from uh, today. 
No, it uh, it ends on October first at because it ends exactly when I launched it, which I believe was like around eleven thirty in the morning. Well, so, if it's going to be twenty four hours, I think I might be able to squeeze it because <laughs> Tigertron so is sucking up a lot of my budget right now. So here you guys go is uh, an idea of uh, this is what they'll all be in scale to each other. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Including cool. I put Rampage there as an Look example. Look at Rampage is huge. Hey, he's swole. <laughs> wow. I get the uh, optimal optimist. See how big he is. So he would he would be at least a uh, rampage size. Well, no, the optimal optimist no, will probably bigger. be where you see these colors. Okay, I didn't I didn't know if you were going to do the the bending over or whatever just to yeah. But, well, basically, basically, when I put the campaign together, optimal is kind of going to be like his own level type of thing because it's going to be the bigger pin than all of them because even the even Transmetal Two Megatron will be around the same height as Rampage. Wow. So then would the Predacon Council be about the same size mm -hmm. as Optimal Optimus? Well, they're going to be kind of weird because I'm going to have them sit at the table. So basically, the pin is only going to be the three of them side by side from the waist up. So okay. the okay. they're only going to be about the mm -hmm. height of one of these pins, but it's going to be extra wide. Gotcha. Will they have like a table in front of them? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to do yeah. the table with the three little lights, little red lights that they have. Yeah. Little buttons. And, That'd uh, be neat. It, you know, uh, you get these pins in different sizes and everything. That makes it kind of, it makes it unique. Well, that's what I thought. Originally, they were all going to be one inch tall. And then I was looking them side by side. And maybe it's just the uh, the size scale anal in me. But I was like, it's not right that Rat Trap is the same height as Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, also, I'm also very glad. And it probably would have saved a lot of the things, especially with the cut and die. I'm glad that you didn't do with basic round pins with the uh, the characters on top. Instead, that you did the the cut around. I, I, I'm trying the to mold it better. Yes, because I've I've seen some of those also in others where they just. And then the problem is, is all the pins kind of look the same. Yeah, know? I thought that these would look a little bit more unique because they kind of reminded me of uh, you'll see a lot of like Japanese figures that are like these, mm -hmm. of like like the little like kind oh, of the, the he looks. That's also why the pose is like everyone's just kind of standing straight because it kind of looks like those little Japanese toys, and that's what yeah. I was kind of designing them after. That's Not to mention, I did play around with making dynamic poses, but because the pins are just so tiny, I, I figured like this makes them more recognizable from a distance. Okay, and you get, awesome. kind of get that sense where they're all. Yeah, I, I think they look great. Well, thank you. So glad Scorpion not cutting in there. Yeah, <laughs> I, was pushing, really? I was pushing for him. Sorry, I said I was pushing oh, for Scorpion not to get in there. Well, here's a thing that uh, because I haven't sent them off yet that I was uh, going with back and forth for Scorpionok is uh, red visor or yellow visor. Because yes. I put yellow visor just for the sake of breaking up the color scheme because I know in the show they mixed it up uh, mm -hmm. with red and yellow. So I I personally just like the yellow just for the sake of having some more color in there. Yeah. But what do you guys think? I'm, I'm okay, okay with you making both and making one uh, another way, <laughs> and I, I'll buy them both. <laughs> that's that's actually not a half bad idea. Maybe I'll put out a variant with a red visor. Now mean, we're gonna that would drive me nuts. <laughs> so, does that mean, so does that mean now that I have to put out another Cheetor with different colored beast mode eyes? Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yep, don't do it. about Cheetor, but okay. 
<laughs> we also want a, a rock bubble on ours as well. So and don't, don't, out forget, don't forget the pips. The pips. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get to our questions. Everyone in the that has our questions up in the uh, private chat. Yeah, I'm going to do one. I want to do one. And I'm doing. Oh, right. Someone said yep. in the chat of uh, gashapon. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for, which is like the little, like the little uh, Japanese figures you get in like vending machines. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, Brett, you're two. Candice, oh, three. Wow. Golden, got... four. Uh, uh, Joe five, and then I'll bring in Delirium to do six, and we'll rotate after that again. We, okay. We do what? have bricks on the dollar in the chat. We got Chris in the chat. Yeah, some guy claiming that this is his show. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> yeah. Said something about a new format or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a uh, no Dakota, no no Dakota, no Tyler. What is this? It's the all new, all different. Spaces line. <laughs> All right, so let me kick off the questions. Uh, so, what got you into Beast Wars? Oh man, so I am 32. So I was about six years old when it aired, and before it even aired, I was just randomly in a toy store. We had a really big chain called Zellers in Canada way back in the day. And I was obsessed with reptiles. It was like lizards and crocodiles were all my thing. And, you know, I walked down the hall or like toy aisle and I see the brightly colored packaging where it's like, oh, Beast Wars. And I see a frilled lizard that turns into a robot. And I had no exposure to Transformers at that point. So my six-year-old mind was like, it's a robot and a lizard. Oh my God. And absolutely <laughs> begged my mother. And the ironic part is, is that um, I came from a very, very strict Christian household um, where most things were no-no. But my mother, I think, just glanced at the packaging or not the packaging at the toy. And she just saw it was a frilled lizard. It was um, iguanas, uh, the figure. And she just saw it was a frilled lizard. And she's like, oh, okay, Animal. And they were, I can't remember how much deluxe toys cost back then, but, you know, not much. So I got yeah. it, and it was the greatest thing on God's green earth that was ever made. And that whole quick-release transformation was just my entire life. And then it was in the school that fall, um, other kids started bringing theirs to school of, like, you know, like the, the Bat Optimus and the Crocodile Megatron and stuff like that. And I didn't know that there was a show or anything. It's like, as far as I had known, it's like robots that turn into animals. What more can a six-year-old boy want? And I didn't, I didn't have any cable TV or anything like that. My, my mother was against that because it's the, the, devil's, the devil's TV shows. And I met my still best friend at that age. He invited me over to his house and it was, it was weird of just, it was like cosmic coincidence. It was YTV, uh, which is our Canadian uh, like kids show station, uh, premiered Beast Wars uh, as Beast Wars, the movie of like the first three episodes. And it was just a complete coincidence where I went over for a sleepover at his house on a Friday night. And it's like uh, YTV presents like, you know, Beast Wars, the movie, and it shows the CGI. And we're just like, what the hell is this? And I watch it and just everything everything just blew my mind it was like the cgi the voices um the fact that 
you know, of just everyone transforming the show, all the characters. And like, I was just enamored from day one to the point where I would beg my mother every Friday night, I would sleep over at my friend's house so we could watch Beastmasters. <laughs> And then, or, sorry, sorry, and then you were sorry, you were going, where is Iguanas in this? What happened? Here's the weird part is that I never <laughs> I never questioned it. Uh I, I think it was because there were so many toy characters that weren't in the show. I just assumed that he was just always coming. <laughs> He'll get yeah, there eventually. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. It's like, okay, so now that Tigertron and Black Arachne are here, you now establish that characters come out of stasis pods. I'm like, okay, so we're gonna see Iguanas. And we'll see Cyber Shark, and we'll see uh, Baboom. I'm like, they'll all come, and and they never did. Which is funny because when the, show, when the show had its finale, um, I wasn't yet old enough to understand the concept of seasons. I just understood there was just a show. So when they did the season finale, and you know the question mark at the end, I actually thought the show was done, and everyone just died. And the weird part is, is as a now more mature seven-year-old, as I had a birthday over there, I was like, oh, they all died. Okay. And <laughs> I, I just assumed, I was like, all right, the Vok killed them. I guess we're done. <laughs> wow. I was a very heartless child. <laughs> right, and, then, and then I didn't even know that the show came back until my best friend had told me where he's like, He's like, Beast Wars is back. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah, but it's like weird now. I'm like, how is that? And he goes, well, like Megatron is like a dinosaur with roller skates. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Because <laughs> he didn't explain any of the concept of trans metal. So I'm imagining the purple T-Rex with roller skates attached. And he's like, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. And like, and like Optimus Primal, he's like on a surfboard. And I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> you're like are we sure you're right this is the same show What's and then up? i saw the toys for sale and i was like oh and i was like oh man this show just got cooler <laughs> so yeah i love season two my oh, question yeah, I mean, that's, is that's definitely the high point of the show i think pretty much everyone agrees on that right yeah i, eh, I like them all two and three are my best seasons i thought I mean, I'm not saying the three, other two. Are garbage, three was definitely. I think three was the best. I think two is just where they like really hit their stride in terms of like storytelling. Sure. Oh yeah. What is your favorite Beast Wars toy? Uh, are we talking about like my favorite from childhood or just like in general? In general, like right now, if you could pick anything, you could even say, you know. You I like mean, the Masterpiece toy or whatever. Yeah, I, I'd just, probably say Masterpiece Dinobot just because it's just a miracle that it exists. Dakota <laughs> loved you. And, <laughs> and like Dinobot isn't even my favorite character, but when I heard it announced and then I saw like the prototype, I was like, dear Lord, they actually did it. Like those and and, and, and they did it good. About, <laughs> and then I was like, I, I finally understood because I never considered myself like a G1er or like I've never been a big completionist. It's like I like to get the toys that I like, but like I, I'm not obsessed with getting all of them. Or like there's a certain point where I'm just like, okay, I, I can't realistically justify these kind of costs. I'm like, if it's at this kind of cost, I just some things are just not worth it. And then when they showed that prototype, I went, ah, oh, damn it, Takara, you can charge whatever you want and I will buy it. 
Yeah, they figured they that did. out too when they started raising the rates. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a Canadian, uh, Megatron hurt me. That's what I was going to say. No one would have thought that that price would have flew, and uh, and it did. So, well, I mean, I was I was super lucky where I got a Megatron that didn't have the uh, the defect in the crotch. Um, but that Megatron is probably the single most amount of money I've paid for any kind of collectible ever. Wow. It, it hurt me deep, but it's so beautiful. It, it's, it's very nice. Absolutely. But if we talk about from childhood, um, I always loved Man Terror. He was a really, really big toy for a deluxe. And I don't know, he had the maniacal grin. Um, and I, I always felt like he was a character that would work well in the show. He just looked like one of those designs that would translate really, really well. And I don't know. There's something just about the overall design that just really gravitated towards me. And I thought that praying mantises were really cool. Here's something funny. When I went back, um, this was years later when the prices, of course, went up. But um, I wanted all of them carded, sealed, whatever. Man Terror was the hardest one for me to find. Really? I don't know why. It was my last one to get. What's the prices that it goes for? Back then, it, it wasn't even the price. I think I think back then the car uh, it was like thirty five, forty bucks. But I just couldn't find one. Huh. Or, or or it was beat the heck and back. You know, I, mean, I just couldn't find it for some reason. I don't I don't think it was short packed or anything like that. But it just it for me it was one of the hardest. The, it was the hardest one for me to get. Huh. I'm just a sucker for bright green colors. So that probably ties into it too. <laughs> it, it was it, it, that's definitely one I think I liked it in both modes I thought the beast mode looked amazing and I liked the slender long uh, robot mode well what's nice about it is that he doesn't have any like crazy kibble issues in either mode which works really well and then this is probably for the child in me but as a kid I really loved Mantera because he had the tiniest tiniest little flap of a mouth in his insect mode so you can make him talk <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. As a, as a child, that went that went really far. Candace, you're next. All right. Uh, going back to the masterpieces you, we were just discussing, um, which Beast Wars character would you like to see get the masterpiece treatment next? Uh, see, I always get mixed feelings about that because, uh, <laughs> like, um, I really enjoyed the engineering on the figures as well. So part of it is I want to see some of the characters that we consider to be impossible just to see what they pull off because <laughs> there are some people who complain. <laughs> I do not care about how bad Black Arachnia's beast mode looks because the robot mode just looks so damn good. Yeah, and yeah. I really don't care about it being in Spire mode. Everyone's got their opinions, but um, I'm one of those heretic people that I would totally buy masterpiece level Beast Wars characters that don't transform. <laughs> uh, just because I just I just want the robot mode, you know, the perfect visual on screen, which is weird because for G1, I'm not that picky, but I think it's because for Beast Wars, for most of us, that's the only version of the design we've ever seen. So we really gravitate yeah. towards that. Could be. I would like to see them tackle Pterosaur because I have yes. no idea how they would do that without that Beast <laughs> mode. Just there's either, I feel like it's either going to be two things. The beast mode is just going to be absolute horseshit, or <laughs> there is going to be he will 
those wings will be the most paneliness panels of it, all. It has time. to be panels. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was dead on thinking the same thing. I, I think I, I saw a discussion on one of the forums, or it was on Facebook. I can't remember where, but someone was like, I want to see Pterosaur, and like, I really want them to do the exposed torso look with like bendable wires at the waist. And I'm like, yeah, okay, buddy, sure. Like, I, <laughs> it'd be great if they could pull that off, but uh, given uh, Takara's track record with quality control, I really <laughs> just molded wires. All right. Uh, but in terms of favorite character I want to see, I really want a proper Rhinox. The, uh, the Generation 30 toy is great from an engineering point of view, but to me, he's not Rhinox without those giant lips. Well, <laughs> right now, he's a, he's a placeholder. And I, well, I, I almost debated buying that Hard Hero statue that was released years ago. Yes. Someone told me that it scales pretty well with the Masterpiece figures. Beautiful. But I had a feeling that by the time I hunted it down, Takara will probably announce it. Candace? <laughs> What's up? Has a, uh, I thought, don't you have that one? She does have it. What, the hard hero rhino? Yeah. I thought you did, yeah. Yeah. The scale good? Nope, yep, there's there's Bricks coming in, chiming in about it. Pretty, I was told, close. Like, it's pretty close. I was actually always surprised that, uh, I'm guessing it must have sold like shit, because I was always wondering why they didn't make any after that one. They don't. They don't. They come up from time to time on the secondary market, market and they're not that expensive. So no. I think. I think they were. I think they were bombs when they first came out. Yeah, it which was. is a shame because I think uh, what was it? Um, first four figures had some prototypes of busts that they were making. I saw one of Waspinator that was like ten years ago. I I guess they just thought the demand wasn't there because they never they never came out. Well, if it was a bust figure, yeah. all the G one bust figures busted. They didn't yeah. do very well. So only only the uh, the six mini statues they did okay, and then they did the twelve inch, which is what they called the full size statues. Those go for big money, well, but for I some reason, all the busts just they're you can find them dirt cheap, dirt cheap. Well, I think the other difference hmm. is, is I, I'm a heretic in Nintendo circles, but I think first four figures does more garbage than good. Most yeah. of their sculpts are terrible. I'm a huge Mega Man fan, and every one of their statues just looks incredibly ugly. <laughs> right. well, that's a whole uh, other fandom that I'm going to piss off. Yeah. <laughs> All right. uh, Dalton, next question, Jerry. All right, so how do you feel about other forms of Beast Wars appearing in fictional media, such as comics, manga, file cards, fan fiction, and the like? Like, are you talking about like when the characters pop up in other series? Essentially that or, you know, like The Ascending and Gathering, for example. Uh, see, that one was a really mixed bag because I bought that when it came out because I was just in the mode of just, I'm a big comics person as well. I, I draw comic books as well. And um, so I, I picked them up right and they came out because I'm like, hot damn, yeah, Beast Wars. And I am not a big fan of Simon Thurman writing Beast Wars characters. I don't think he really gets them very well. This is another part that's heresy. I don't like that he wrote the finale of Beast Wars. I find some of the characters, like Primal, I find acts really out of character in that episode. Um, Simon Furman, I feel like that he has about five or six character archetypes, and then he just kind of attaches whatever personality is on there. So I read like the, the Ascending and the Gathering, and they're beautifully drawn, but the story, I was just kind of like, 
eh. I, I think they were obsessed too much of trying to make it fit in the canon where it's like, we want them to interact with the Beast Wars cast, but then not interact with the Beast Wars cast because they did the whole like time displacement thing. And right. I don't know. I was like, I think a lot of people miss about Beast Wars um, when they're trying to create their own fiction based off it is the writers were really, really good at creating dramatic moments, but then also throwing in some humor to lighten up some scenarios. And for instance, Simon Furman um, either doesn't want to or can't write humor. Like, I don't think he's ever written a Transformers comic where any character has ever cracked a joke. And uh, so it's just everyone is just super, super, super serious in the ascending all the time. And so to me, it was everyone just kind of acted the same. So it's well, like, eh, it was it was all right to me. And then as for being another series, um, I don't like being a purist because like uh you know there's always different ways you can interpret the the characters i don't like how idw incorporated the beast wars characters i don't hate it i'm not gonna hate on anyone who liked it i just kind of read through some of it and i was like eh i just didn't really care for the implementation as for fan fiction um i mean fan fiction is fan fiction uh, people can write whatever slash fiction they want and make anyone kiss whoever they want. They're f***ed up to them. I've never read any. Um, okay, so not, not a fan of Blackcon. I didn't say that. Blackcon's not fan fiction, Dalton. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, there could be some amazing fan fiction out there. Um, I just I haven't read it. I'm just not really a fanfic reader. Um, I just don't have enough time. Um, for all I know, someone could be writing some amazing stuff out there. Um, yeah, and uh, just trying to think of the new media. As for the upcoming kingdom, I mean, they they have announced that they're making it into a show, but I just I assume they are, given the other stuff that they've done. And I don't want to be a downer, but I my expectations are next to zero because yeah. I think that the the Netflix show along with the Combiner Wars is just hot garbage. Well, I, I feel like with what you said about Simon Furman, it'd be the perfect <laughs> setting for him to write the Beast Wars stuff. That's true, that's true. And, I, and I, mean, I, I like, for instance, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, the only Optimus is Peter Cullen; it can't be anyone else, or you know, Megatron has to be Frank Walker because you know we can get all sorts of neat different interpretations. Like, you know, Corey Burton does a phenomenal Megatron. Thank you. And Thank you. So. <laughs> but there's a but coming um the only thing that's frustrating is that beast wars is kind of a unique case because we haven't had a million versions of beast wars and so it's like let's say they've brought these characters into various transformer shows you know over the years then i probably would be a little bit more relaxed to it but i think because most people we've only ever had one voice for uh, you know Inferno, one voice for Rat Trap. It's going to be really jarring when we hear someone else because I don't know which I'll prefer. It's like, do I prefer someone who's just going to do their own take on the character or are they going to do a poor man's impression of Scott McNeil, of David Kay? I, I, don't think, I don't think you get anyone else but Scott McNeil for Rat Trap. Like, well, that's the thing is that, well, that's the thing. Like, you get someone as amazing as Tom Kenny who is a phenomenal voice actor, and I didn't like hearing him as Rat Trap and animated. And yeah, that's a- uh, so it's the same thing. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like when I heard the casting for Combiner Wars, where they brought in Ron Perlman for Primal, 
you know, of course, I was like everyone else where I was like, well, why didn't they get Gary Chalk? And, you know, the answer we know is, is um, they didn't want to pay him. And, uh, and then when I heard it was Ron Perlman, you know, he's a phenomenal voice actor. And I was like, okay, you know, let's stay open-minded. Um, he's a phenomenal uh, voice actor. It's like he could do a really great job as Primal. And then the problem with the Combiner Wars series and the Netflix series is their voice director is either drunk or just not there. Because, and I, I think that's a flaw that a lot of people are attacking the voice actors themselves. And I don't know if it's a case of the actors being bad or if it's just a bad voice director who's not getting the best of their performances. Like, you know, everyone will talk about how amazing the Beast Wars cast is, and they are, like, they are great. But, you know, the unsung hero is Susan Blue, who brought mm. out best in all of them. And, like, look at all the shows that she voice directed. It's like you need a strong voice director to bring out because, again, you know, watch Adventure Time and, you know, tell me how amazing Ron Perlman is as Lich King or the Teen Titans cartoon where he played Slade. And then yeah. you watch him as Primal in Combiner Wars and you're just like, wow, you're terrible, <laughs> but you're a better actor. And it just shows how important a voice director is, and I just don't think the uh, the Combiners Work team has that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, um, Joe, go ahead and do question number four since Dalton skipped over it. Wait, it was question four. Oh, so uh, what episode do you feel best represents Beast Wars? It's probably going to be a tie because I can't ever pick one favorite. I can't remember the name of the episode. Someone's going to have to tell me. It's the episode where Megatron wants to have a truce with the Maximals near the end of season one. And the reason why I picked that episode is not because of any you know particular dialogue or moment, but I think it was as a kid. Beast Wars had an impact on me where the initial appeal was like two main things. CGI was the hot new thing, so it caught my attention. And the whole aspect of, you know, robots into animals. And that's, but the thing that kept my attention was the storytelling. As a kid who was really getting into reading at that point, and all the other shows at the time, like there, there was other good shows too in the 90s, but, you know, the majority of them were very, very episodic or very basic personalities. And you started to get, you know, some clashing personalities in this show and one part that just kind of blew my mind as a kid that i hadn't seen before at that point was you have megatron who says the primal well, i want to have a truce and it's like well what do you want to have a truce and he's like well i got other things to worry about than you because obviously he's worried about the Valk. but as a kid the only time we really had villains presented was when a villain is either singularly out to get the hero or he's out to rule the world or get rich and the heroes in his way. But I hadn't seen a show where the villain has other problems to worry about. And I don't know, maybe it's just something with me, but it just, it gave the concept that these characters can be deeper or it's a bigger universe than what we're seeing. So it's like Megatron of just basically saying, I just don't have time to deal with you. You're not a priority. Whereas other kid shows that had good versus evil as a theme is you generally had the hero was the only thing on the villain's mind to destroy so just getting getting a character who can think outside of that just at least to me added a lot more depth to the character and then outside of that it's probably the agenda trilogy 
for obvious reasons. I mean, everyone loves the, the, the G1 cameos and the connection of like the larger universe. For me, um, again, as a kid, I, I think it's because like, I was reading a lot at that point and I was reading a lot of comic books that played the idea of, sorry, of expanded universes. And the Agenda trilogy was when you really got to see outside of the Axelon crew. Because, you know, you had little points of the Tripredicus Council, you had Ravage, and then you also had the concept where, um, at least for the first time, because there's only two Transformer shows, but it really nailed the concept that Megatron is not the leader of the Predacons. And it's something that I really wish the fiction would explore more, where it's like, you know, you have G1 Megatron, who's like, you know, I'm leader of all Decepticons. And you have Optimus, I'm the leader of all Autobots. You got these two armies to fight. And so whenever you had new characters introduced, it's like you have new Decepticons. They automatically follow Megatron. The new Autobots automatically follow Optimus. And that's most kids shows. You have like the leader characters. Whereas this show played the idea of saying of Megatron doesn't represent every Predacon. In fact, he's hated by other Predacons. It's like he's considered a renegade, a rogue. It's like he's he's not even like res- uh, highly respected amongst his own kind. And to me, just as a kid, it was kind of like, oh, this is a really cool angle where you had other Predacons eliminating Megatron. So to, at least for me as a kid, it was like, that's a cool story plot. And I thought, you know, KGB Agent Ravage was just the coolest thing ever. <laughs> and and then you did get some really sophisticated writing. Like, I still love the scene of Megatron and uh, Ravage uh, in the holding cell because you have, I, I guess, a lot of things that you take for granted now of, like, more nuanced characters. But just Megatron having more... Um, you know, just having all of his charisma and his sarcasm and you know they reveal tarantulas as a as an agent and megatron is just not phased in the slightest it just it brought a lot more levels that i wasn't seeing in a lot of other kid shows at the time that just really stuck with me um i'm also biased because i recorded on vhs there was a, <laughs> uh i didn't have cable growing up but there was a glitch that happened where all of a sudden we got cable for a weekend. I, I can't remember how it happened, but the uh, cable guy patched on the weekend. But YTV was doing a marathon of the uh, Agenda trilogy. So I scrambled to get a VHS tape and recorded all three of those episodes. And God, <laughs> I watched those three episodes to death. I can quote all three of those episodes from beginning to end. <laughs> they are burned in my brain. All right. That's awesome. Um See, uh, Dylan, do you go ahead and skip down to question number eight? Okay, so what are your feelings on third party versus official uh spectrum like toys, uh, comics, anything like that? Well, apparently, some people here don't like third party, and I ordered Skateboard Gorilla, so I guess that shows my true colors. Well, um, I, I was the one that was like the uh, the Nazi about it. And then I went and ordered one. So, I Mike had a change of heart. Yeah, my, my <laughs> I think are the are the same as a lot of people. Where um, I don't try to argue who's superior, who's not, because you know Hasbro obviously tries to go for a wider demographic. So you know they're not going to make a toy that you know has like a crazy amount of paint and you know charge four hundred bucks for it because they're obviously not going to make enough money for it. 
And I was against third party for a while, not on a moral stance per se, because my argument was like Hasbro doesn't really seem to be going that hard after them. So why should I care? Um, and I, I generally will always pick the official one first if it's better. But uh, because I'm, I don't collect as many toys as I used to because it was getting a little bit cluttered, and I just kind of try to hold on to the ones that I really like. So, as an example, right now I only own one third-party toy, and that's the MMC Creations uh, Overlord with his luscious lips. Because I was in Hong Kong uh, about three years ago, and <laughs> if you want to talk about third-party, I went into stores that sold nothing but third-party. And I saw that bad boy there and he was on sale. And I was like, I really, 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 really want IDW Overlord and nobody is making it. I think that's kind of what it boils down to. It's like, they're not making it. And now that all this Beast Wars MP third party stuff is coming out, <sighs> that Jianxing Megatron is a thing of beauty. And I don't have it yet. The Transmetal 2 Megatron one. And I looked at that when it was coming out and I was like, I, it's not even the case of like, Oh, is it better or worse than Hasbro Dakar? I just don't see them making that at least not for a long time. And so I got to the point where I just, I, I don't care. <laughs> I only get a handful of them. One thing that I don't get is um, I don't get the KOs of the masterpiece figures. Um, I'm not against anyone who does. If they want to, great. I totally understand the reasons because the prices are getting kind of crazy. My more concerns is more worried about uh, QC issues. But now apparently there's all these QC issues with the Takara one. So I'm hearing stories of how like the third party Dinobot uh, like fixed issues with the Takara one. So I don't even know how to feel about that. Um, so as for third party, I, I do like that there's more variation and there's some more options like they have i've been seeing they got like the little legend size uh like primal figure and megatron figure and that's just something you're not seeing hasbro or takara make and so my my argument's kind of been i fully justify them if it's something that hasbro or takara just aren't even touching remotely um such as i already have a pre-order down for the Transart uh cheetor because I'm right. just like, damn it, you have me by the Titan Curlies. <laughs> and I just, and considering how slow Takara is going through, because, you know, they obviously are still doing G1 and Beast Wars mixed in. I mean, who knows if they'll ever get to Transmetals. You know, and what you talked about KO and, you know, being a price. And another thing I was against was KOs. And apparently I'm a filthy KOer now, but um, they did the MP10. Um, it was the um, EVAC, EVA or EVA, whatever it was. It was that purple prom. And there's no way in hell I'm going to spend $600 on it where I can get the knockoff version for 100 bucks. And, and I, I hate to say it, but there's not one issue with it whatsoever. No leaning issues, no loose joints, no nothing. Perfectly fine. And I'm happy with it. And call me what you want to, but... You know what? I was about to drop another 600 bucks on it. Well, that's the thing. And it's something that doesn't really need to exist at that price. Like uh, there's that famous quote by Gabe Newell when he started Steam was the way to fight piracy is to offer a better option. And so that's the thing. Like if they're going to drive up the prices and if they're going to make these versions that are super ultra crazy limited, 
I'm sorry, the fans are only going to play your game for so long. It's like, you know, make the product more accessible. And like, and I'm a reasonable person. I understand that, you know, uh, the costs uh, for production go up with paint and plastic and like the engineering, but it is getting a bit crazy. Like the only way I've been able to justify getting the Masterpiece Transformers is that I virtually buy nothing else, um, including like other toy related fandoms. Like I'm a big Gundam fan. I'm a big like super robot fan. So I got some figures of those, but I pretty much have stopped buying anything new. So, for instance, Tigertron coming out, the last Transformers figure I bought before that was Black Arachnia. So it's like it's literally the only ones I'm buying. If I was like like, you know, like you guys, if I'm doing like more weekly co- uh, collections, I couldn't justify it. It's just the, the, the prices are just getting way too nuts. I think Megatron especially because he didn't have the crazy engineering magic that Dinobot needed. And uh, he wasn't all that more complex than the original toy or, you know, like he really didn't have that much more math or parts count than, let's say, MP10. And I stopped buying G1 uh, masterpieces a while ago. But when I saw the 3.0 of Prime, I was like, oh, no, screw you guys. Like you're 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 asking for a stupid amount of money and then a crazy amount of engineering like unnecessary engineering and i've been i've been told that handling that toy is like a nightmare oh. so yeah that's kind I, of I, I love that one. Oh, and that's the thing like it looks great but it's just like i've seen some videos of transforming it and it gives me anxiety just watching the video where i'm just like oh sweet jesus <laughs> Right. It's just it's crazy over engineered, especially when you see some of the third party ones. Like I think one of them is uh I think T E O four or something like that. To me, the, the, there's one of the third party MP primes that is like a quarter of the price and looks just as good in both modes. Where it's like, oh no, they decided not to make like his toe color or cartoon accurate or something like that. Right, yeah. So I'm going to ask uh, one more question, and yeah. we're going to end up uh, uh, ending the interview, and then we're going to go to our other stuff. But uh, it's a running question we usually ask everybody, and is Tigertron a dick? <laughs> I'm trying to remember if he did anything particularly dickish. Well, you got to think. He didn't want to go and fight or do anything. He wanted to go with his people and uh, – and just you know, I you think know, he didn't really want to. He didn't want to really want to. Uh, he didn't want to be source. I because re- since I, I recently did a rewatch of the whole series while designing these pins, so it's pretty fresh in my mind. I think Tigertron was. I I don't think his personality you see in the show is really his true personality, because obviously they talked about that his stasis pod got damaged, so he feels more tiger. Because you see in the moments where he does fight, he gets really into it. So I think that he has a bloodlust, but his programming is fighting himself of his tiger side. And he doesn't know how to handle it. So I think his scenario is he just wants to take himself out of the equation. Okay. That's a very interesting answer we've ever gotten, I think. Because, uh, well, at least from what I remember, like, is the times where he would go into battle. Because uh, I think even in the episode where he walks away from the Maximals, he talks about that it was like his battle lust was what killed his uh, tiger partner. So it's like, and even little things like, uh, um, what is it? Uh, uh, what is it? 
when they think that they're going home to Cybertron, he wants to get out of the ship to go fight. And I know some people probably say, oh, it's because he feels claustrophobic being inside because he's a tiger. And it's like, well, yeah, but his instinct is he said he wanted to go out and fight for his comrades. So it's like, so I think he's more similar to Dinobot than he wants to admit. And maybe his true personality before he was damaged was much closer to being a warrior. Maybe a little bipolar than Spawn Kid. Yeah, I mean, entirely possible. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I'll sure sure I'll say Don or I'll I'll say Tigertron's a dick. Okay, that's what we wanted to hear. <laughs> Except for Candy, she don't want to hear that. You know how how could you hate that character when he's voiced by that delicious voice of Blue Makuma? Yeah. Oh, I know it's fantastic. Any, I I can guarantee you, growing up, um, because. I don't know if it's just because we're obviously all fans and grew up with it, so we're obviously going to be biased that, you know, probably our friends were into it too. But as a Canadian, like, it was pushed very, very hard as being a Canadian-made show. So it was like everyone, boys and girls, were into Beast Wars. It wasn't considered to be a boys thing at all. And any girls uh, who are watching the show absolutely love Tigertron. And I have no doubt that it's that silky smooth deep voice. (laughs) <laughs> I got you. Well, man, I do appreciate you coming on the show and talking about the pins and answering our questions and having a good time. And uh, and so everyone who's watching and you know, we're interested in the pin set, they, it is listed in the uh, description below. It is on Kickstarter. It is fully funded uh, right now. There are a couple of tiers left, or actually three tiers left to it uh, before it ends. And it does end a seven or eight days from today. A week, October first is when it ends. Yep, October first, around eleven thirty in the morning. So there you go. You got time, and you do not get charged until the Kickstarter is over. A lot of people don't know that, and I know I've heard people say, "Well, I'm going to wait until the bitter end." It doesn't matter when you pledge; it don't you don't get charged until it is completely over. That is exactly true. I've had to repeat that over and over to a lot of people who are like, "Yeah, I'm going to wait till payday," and I'm like. If that payday is October 1st, then just pledge now. And uh, Exactly. Um, so, yeah, you know, um, especially since the case of I don't know how many extras there are going to be for sale after these are made because, you know, a lot more backers than I thought there would be. So if you definitely know you want to get all of them or at least your favorite character, you know, jump on now because um, uh, anything helps us towards our, our further stretch goals. And uh, I'll just answer a few really brief questions that I saw in the chat. Um, someone was saying that they require Pterosaur and a Predacon faction symbol. Um, I'm trying to play it safe where there isn't a single trademark term or symbol in my Kickstarter in the unlikely event that Hasbro shuts it down. I'm trying not to att- attract attention. So there won't be any faction symbols, nothing official. However, I did see in the Beast War Society Facebook page, someone was making enamel pins of the Maximal and Predacon faction symbols that you can buy. Um, Someone else was asking about the season two. There will be a transmutate. Um, Basically, if the character has appeared on screen, there will be a pin made of them. Cool. That's right. Everyone is being made. Uh, Real quick. Do you have a time frame of season two yet? That's the part I was getting kind of tricky with because I was debating about launching it more or less once I mailed out everyone's packages in November. 
But the problem is if I do another month long campaign, it would set up in December and I just didn't want to mess around with people with Christmas shopping. Right. So I'm probably going to do it for January of 2021. Sounds and great. then season three would probably be like March, give or take around there. So I'll have to see how it plays out. That sounds great. Also, real quick, I looked through my pledge and you can go in there and change it. The only question, other question I have is when I add the extra money, you said it was $6. Was that American or Canadian? Uh, $6 American, $7 Canadian. Okay, so if you want to add on to your, your total, just add seven dollars canadian because it asks you in canadian oh so does it oh, okay i don't actually know what it asks for yeah that. it asks for canadian so for everyone watching who is interested you add the extra money in canadian which would be seven times ever how much more you want to add to it yeah because i i don't know how many people who've already backed the kickstarter are watching this but i will let you guys know that there are 45 backers who went for the full set i want but only five people have upgraded their pledge for the variant pin. So I don't know if people are aware of it. Or I don't know if, uh, if they think that they have to do it at the end of the Kickstarter. Or if it's, yeah. So uh, I did put out an, an update uh, stating how to upgrade the, uh, the pledge, but I will make another update stating that you don't have to wait to the end of the campaign. Definitely. Definitely post that on the uh, Beast Wars Society as well. Cause now I know to go and add, like I want to add two of each pin. Or I want to put six times seven. And, and then, then if, I, if they don't hit, then I'll just get something else extra. <laughs> and then uh, the biggest thing I want to mention to people is um, uh, anyone who has backed, anyone who is watching it or thinking of backing, thank you so, so much. Uh, it's been absolutely mind-blowing how much you've supported it, how much you've enjoyed the designs, how much you guys are looking forward to future ones. Um, I also say that uh, aside from backing, sharing it, also really really helps i'm only one guy i think i joined like 30 some odd facebook groups to try to promote it but you know i can only go so far um so it's like you know share it on your twitter share it on your facebook share it on your instagram uh anything to help spread the word does uh, a world of help absolutely i know i have been and i know the other guys who have pledged it will do it as well and i just want to thank you again for coming on and uh, we'll have you uh, sign out to where we can go into our next part of the show and get caught up. And uh, again, thanks for your time. And uh, we'll be looking forward to season two. That's for sure. Yeah, no, thank you very much for having me on. This was a lot of fun. All right, great. Thank you so much. And you have a good night, man. You too. Take care. Thanks, Take care. Thank you. See you, Matthew. <clears throat> awesome. All right. Dalton, hey, I, you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Dalton's I, I'm back. Typing that for uh for him, the windraiser from silverbolt would be an awesome variant yeah that would uh, be cool. the botcon man ah excited for that season 2 and season 3 all right so we're going to going to power through this guys we got a little bit to catch up on so we got some uh art uh fan art that was out uh, um, all right, this is uh, Simon Wong, his take on Transmetal uh, Tarantulas and Agent Ravage. That is over, I think that was on Twitter, wasn't it, Dalton? On Twitter and Facebook. So, was it? so yeah. go check that out. Pretty badass looking art. I love his art style. I mean, yeah. <laughs> for me, Ravage looks kind of like something you'd see in like Marvel. Looks kind of like a, someone <laughs> copied the Iron Man design. 
it kind of feels like it feels like every weekend or something new with him. Or I'm, oh yeah, he he's cracking these out like crazy. I'm interested in seeing more of these characters. Gotcha. All right, let's see who else we got. Uh, Andy Beepoop on Twitter uh, had this uh, Cheetor that we uh, looked at, or we're, we're looking at now. <laughs> so you can follow him on Twitter under Andy Beepoop. It's cute with the whiskers I, I, on the face there. Yeah, I, I thought it was cute, so I had to throw that in there. <laughs> nice. Then this is oh, yeah. Andy <laughs> Ram- on Twitter. <laughs> This is uh, Rat Trat's uh, great grandmother. Nope, great no, aunt. Great aunt RC. Uh, okay, great mm-hmm. aunt RC. Come on, Mike. It's like not even Beast Wars guy. Yeah, you're not even a real Beast Wars guy, Mike. You're a G1. Yeah, I'm the only yeah. one that's today. Yeah, Beast Wars. Actually. I found this one. It is a custom Tiger Tron. Uh, double nice. MILF. Milfy? Uh, Double This is a Cybertron Prowl. Uh, I saw this earlier in the week, and then I saw it again earlier when I was adding on some more stuff since Dalton was bitching that I needed to add more. So I, I found did. some more. Yeah, you are. Shut up. So this <laughs> one's actually really cool. I actually like the detail to face. You know, and I can't remember if uh, Siege Prowl had the red eyes or not. I think he did. I just, was it yellow? Nope, blue. Okay, well then, he did these eyes in red, and he did very good, you know, the face. And at first, I was kind of thinking this was a, a shout-out to Dairy Con. I thought it was a cow. <laughs> so, uh, it, then I read it and said Tiger Turn. So, yeah. Joe but they got the wrong... They got the wrong Got the wrong fraction sticker on there. Actually, we just come in. The wrong Actually, <laughs> it's cool. I really like. It. I dig. It. I like how it's got the green and the uh, it's neat, the lower yeah. abdomen. You know, and, that, and then the headlights it. working as the eyes. And yeah. 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 It looks really good. I really <laughs> dig it. I thought it looked really good. So, and you left the translucent wheels on there for you, Dalton. Shut the hell up. Then we got uh, <laughs> at Diver Frog on Twitter. Uh, Dalton pointed this out to me earlier. Hey, yeah, why don't you add I, this to the stream? Well, I, I saw it. I, it just <laughs> popped up on my feed on Twitter. I thought it was cool. I thought it would be nice to add to the show. Unfortunately, there were no alt mode picks, but based on these, you no, can probably wasn't. tell what they are, you know, with that yeah. Beast Hunter Starscream and uh, High Moon style Shockwave mold. Hmm. And then gas gunk as an excavator. Yeah, these are pretty missing, interesting. Just missing like? slapper. Oh, oh I, I'm, I'm sure they'll, they'll do one. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um, Beast banging. Oh, I got to pull up my notes. Hold on. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I like how there's three beast bangings. Because we like to bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> now, did he text it to me or did he send me a message? Where did he send it? My ego. Boom, 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 boom. Let's say this one. And that was not it either. Well, shit fire. I think it was Bone Crusher, right? 
Yeah. It is. He sends me a little thing telling me the history on it, so I have it. Oh, it's way up here. I forgot we talked too much today. So, yeah, Bone Crusher. Hush, Candace. Bone Crusher was only made available in the Hasbro Kenner markets in this color scheme, but the Car Beast Wars second release of the mold, Bighorn, featured red plastic instead of ivory, but the rest was left unchanged. In comparison, Bone Crusher looks kind of incomplete next to Big Horn. And I only found really one picture that has the red. I don't care. He's got a red ass. That's what I thought was cool. Red ass! White ass, red ass. Bone Crusher, honestly, to me, seems like he's, you know, like Dakota said, an unfinished prototype. Like maybe he was intended to come out in all white. And then the artist was like, oh, we'll just. Oh. Just FYI, Matt sent me a message and it's already. It had it was less than 100 over 6,000. And during the show, he hit over 6,000. Nice. Yeah. So. Woo. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull an actually moment oh, and goodness. say that this is not a buffalo. This is actually a bison. You uh, Same you need to uh, say it in the right wording, please. Candace, actually, actually, <laughs> actually, <laughs> Joe, you're coming around. You're getting better. A little, little more nasally, Joe. <laughs> actually. Actually, actually. Oh God, I'll keep doing this. Okay, you're I'll, I'll say it like Mike. Actually, actually, <laughs> actually. Yeah, you know, I never had this at all, and uh, it's cool looking. But anyways, dude, all right. He was one of my favorite figures as a kid, and he would have been phenomenal on the show. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah, yep. Stupid Hasbro. Yeah, it has blows. So, anyways, uh, this is some stuff that came out <laughs> earlier today from uh, Hasbro. They're doing their own trash figures of the week. They're putting flames around all of them. Yeah, it's probably so, worse. So, <laughs> faster. In, in in some aspects, we had already seen leaked images of Cheetor, Rat Trap, and Cyclonus. And the reason I have Cyclonus in this is because he actually is part of the Kingdom line, to my understanding. Yep. I don't know if that's Meh. true or not. I'm he's, not for sure. Is he he's what? one Voyager. So, so there, I don't think there's going to be a Studio Series 86 then. I think oh, these are all going to be there a is. Kingdom line. No. What? They're splitting it so it's not, so it can streamline. Oh, so they can go. sell some more Studio Series garbage, is what it is. Correct. Michael no, Mason so they crap. can get Beast Wars into the G1 line and get rid of G1 line from the G1 line. Turn it into a Beast Wars line. So then the G Winers really don't go with a G1 toys. Joe, you're getting yourself cross side. Yep. Right. Too late. So here are the images of uh, Megatron, which is, I mean, actually amazing looking. Uh, I know y'all had circled in the uh, group chat where I guess there's a hinge on his hand, but you can kind of see it a little blown up here where the tail does come off, so he has the hand. So. Well, that. That and oh, there's yeah. a he also forms the the pincher thingy. Yeah, it's, okay. it's barely noticeable, but it's there. I'm so, so excited. Yeah. For this. Yeah, Sweet. me too. Yeah, it looks it's great. Amazing. Now, 
the picture there in the top left, that kind of throws me a little bit. He just doesn't look right. He's like, I, I just, well, he, he, he looks unimpressed. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's like, like, like he met Starscream and like it, it runs in the family. No Megatron like Starscream. Well, and, uh, <laughs> it's, so, someone it's, made a pretty good meme. Go down. Uh, it was like, uh, I was like, before review, I can't remember how to go ahead and say what you need to say, Joe. I'm trying to find it. So, when I was on the phone when I first saw the, I was on the phone with Hanny when I first saw these and I started flipping out and he's like, what? Who died? Why are you screaming like a maniac? Make me just show kids a Megatron. He's like, okay, <laughs> calm down, you stupid nerd. Um, no, it was, so, Hanny was just as excited. When he saw yeah, he when, when I showed him the pictures, he was flipping out too then. But he he made a good point. It's like there's so much personality in uh, the Megatron's face from the cartoon that, that that's perfectly captured in the masterpiece. And it's not really <laughs> captured on the realistic T-Rex mode. But, I mean, it still looks good. It's just going to take time to get used to. But, I mean... The 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 way they animated him in the in the cartoon just perfectly captures his character, and yeah. it's just weird seeing him different now. In the in this more realistic light. Exactly. Well, well, it looks... He doesn't have feathers, so that's a plus. Well, it does uh, look I was really hoping good. for the feathers. Yeah. yeah. Then he could be a fuser. And for people who don't know, it is a leader <laughs> class, and the price point went up on this, so it's going to be fifty dollars. And it's probably the size of the Voyager. It's been $50. The, the, uh, only price, the only prices that went up was Deluxe. They went up from... And that's by $3, and the nerd dumb is, well, no, they want extra $3. I I don't care if it's $3. It's yeah, nothing. $3 is like, that's pocket change. Come on, you stupid nerds. Quit being cheap. They, they got rid of the MicroMasters and gave you a better lineup all around, so quit crying. You can explain how to be right there. So here's a, a better image of a Cheetor from what, uh, you know, we've seen some images, but now we have, you know, official images. And what I thought was interesting, I pointed it out, and then apparently I was, we already knew that, that the orc is in the background, the bottom left picture. So that shows you that, you know, the orc is somewhat involved in the kingdom line. And it bugs me that he's not transmetal in front of the orc. Yeah, <laughs> that's just my stupid OCD, though. So just ignore well, me. And at this point, it's it's been rumored <laughs> that the next Titan class is the Ark with something that transforms with it. You've been told it was going to be uh, someone else. Kelatran. Was the other one? A uh, tidal wave was. Well, yeah, tidal wave was I think the commander class rumor or something. I don't know. And then so we got more images of uh, the rat. The rat. Or visual images. She looks like he's pooping in that first picture. He's squatting. Taking a squat. Squatting. Just like... You know, like, bender and shit brick. And then we got uh, Cyclonus here, um, which we had seen that image leaked to him a while back, but it was like, I think, was it in a sack or something? I can't remember. It, it was mistransformed and unpainted. Right. I can't remember what it was in, but yeah, so this here looks bed. really cool. 
But yeah, what's I, really interesting is that Dalton pointed this out in our group chat was that Hasbro won't even officially say who Cyclonus originally was. Yeah, they, they, they put uh, Bombshell slash Skywarp, so they're not even taking sides on the argument. The yeah, I noticed well, that too. It's like, come on, Hasbro. You, they, they you, you had a beautiful, perfect opportunity to, to make... discussion. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just... Come at on, girl pair Hasbro. At that point, they should just do a, uh, a cassette two-pack and not even label who's who. You know that what we really need to do is when they go live Saturday, everyone needs to spam their uh, their uh, YouTube thing with questions saying, "Who is Cyclonus really?" Oh, it's it's bombshell. Just looking at the movie. <laughs> but Thundercracker, Dalton, it's Thundercracker. Come on, Thundercracker was Scourge. No, right. no, 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 no. <laughs> just getting carried okay. over here. So. No. I found some more images. I can't remember if we looked at these last week. Uh, and what's this fossilizer's name again? Paleotrex. The T-Rex bone guy. Yeah, the fossilizer. The boner. The bone guy. The bone yeah. guy with Primal's mace head. Yeah, <laughs> which is also a mutant mask. So yep. I'm seeing the return of those in this line. Dude, that's that thing is so cool how it transforms. See, I was I was going to try to make my profile picture tonight. The 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 screaming head. Yeah. <laughs> See, and I kind of I kind of wasn't going to get it, but now I'm kind of like, well, I'm wanting it more just because it has the mics to go with well, the line. And with that bone tail, and with the rumor of Dinobot not having the the tail weapon, I'm thinking that's what this is going to be. So you're going to have parts that go to other characters that. You know, don't have them necessarily. So, if we get a feline one, it could have the gut gun for Cheetor. And then we got the uh, comparison pictures out after here. Like, you how he's got a, the, uh, like how he's got a Predacon symbol. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that is Predacon. It's it's the skeleton Megatron scanned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how they'll. It's like how they'll put that in the story. It's It's like Primal ripped this dude's head off for his, uh, because he's a Predacon, for his, uh, for his, uh, mace. Mace. He's like, oh, give me your head! I'm gonna use your head as a weapon! Well, see, ripping off people's heads or faces runs in the Prime family, or the Optimus family. Apparently. uh, Candace, would Gary ever say in an angry Primal voice, give me your face? (laughs) I don't, maybe you'd have to pay him. <laughs> okay. Ah, I'll, I'll, you should have asked him that Yeah, Candace. Yeah. 20 bucks, would he do it? 20 bucks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they were all so, so here is a, a Cheetor with the... Uh, I'm assuming that's the tail. Yeah, it's the tail. Uh, it's the tail or spine, I can't tell. But it forms it's, an act. It's the tail. Yeah. It reminds me... That would make me. a great... It would make a great sword for Dinobot if they flop totally on the tail and don't give him a sword. Yeah, thanks Thanks so. for repeating what I said. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it reminds me more of the axe that came with Scourge and Cybertron, how his tail turned into an axe. Um, and then, and then the, <laughs> the, the second picture, um, has anyone seen that movie Virus? That really bad... Uh, horror movie on the bow where 
it's like uh, extraterrestrial entity just starts taking people apart and putting them with machines. No, no. <laughs> it, was, it was really weird. Clearly, that's why you're the only one that's watched it. I haven't, I haven't, wa- I haven't watched the full thing. Oh the god! Thing. No, I'm not. I'm not a horror fan, so. So, uh, so I thought this was pretty cool how they had the masterpiece uh, Megatron and Cheetor, and then they put the this fossilizer in Cheetor for the Kingdom. Look how beautiful those masterpieces are! Mm. So Beast Wars. Put, put the other of art. Glad I have one in each mode. Yeah, I can't wait to get these fossil guys. Yeah, make like your cheetor about two feet tall. Yeah, sure, go right in. <laughs> Give, uh, Give it an extra two feet, Mike. Ha ha. That's what she said. It's two toes. <laughs> these are a definite pass. Uh, the set, like I said, I'm going to get the get fossilizer out, just for the sheer fact I want yeah. the mace to go primal. Yeah. Are you going to get any of this, Brett? Nope. Oh, it looks like garbage. Okay. Now that, right. now that is party. Okay, so we all who ordered from Amazon Woo! Japan should be getting charged, I think, Friday, Saturday-ish? Yeah. Yeah, norm- normally they charge on Friday, and then if, in my case, if my card doesn't work or if I'm poor and don't have the money, then I have to wait till Monday or Tuesday for them to actually charge it again. And then I don't get it till Friday, and everyone makes fun of me for getting it last. But but more importantly, I'm sure I'll be the last. More importantly, Mike, me the day after the show. Mike, I need you to let me know the day this has happened. Remind me that I bought this before I think I got charged something I didn't know, and I try and dispute it. Did so you honest? remind me? Yeah. Okay. Yep, I sure did. So the image of the box was, uh, I forget where it was that. Don't put the note up somewhere. I remember for Dylan did I, I, or someone. I can't remember who did it. But I think it was Dylan who did it in one of our chats. So, yeah, I'm looking forward. I actually have mine ordered. I made sure I had enough money in my PayPal account to pay for this. So I'm going to say something that's going to start an argument. Maybe it's in my bank account. I better check that out. I think it's in my bank yeah, account. It's a dick. I... I actually like Tigertron better than Cheetor. I don't, I don't care for Cheetor. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually digging this, this uh, Tigertron. I think, I think from what all we've seen, this is going to be a really, really good one. Oh, Beast yeah. Mode. yeah. I'm not, I'm not knocking on the Masterpiece Cheetor, but I think this one's just going to be way better. I, I love that the they money. gave him the wrist rockets. Yeah, or if, was it in both arms or just the one? Just one. I think it's in both. Well, I don't know if you can see that. Hand, sure. so. But uh, yeah, this looks great. Okay. All right. So, uh, someone posted some uh, stuff from Wall. I don't know where the hell it came from. To be honest with you, I just find <laughs> it. In, in, save it and move it around. So the core class, which would be rat trap and whatever else goes in that class will be uh nine ninety nine. Uh the Voyagers will be twenty nine ninety nine. I remember when Voyagers used to be twenty dollars. Hell I remember I know it's not I remember when gas was ninety seven cents. Dude I fifty nine cents. <laughs> 
I, gas was 97 cents like five months ago, dude. Dude, I remember when it was down in under 50 cents when I was a kid. Okay, that's how old I am. Dang, but down there, yeah. they, they gave you half half water, half gas when they filled you up. So. Yeah, probably, probably, probably right, too. Uh, Deluxes, uh, Dalton had pointed out they've gone up $3, and we really don't give a shit. We're going to pay them three extra dollars. And leader class, I thought had been forty five this whole time, but apparently, I just stupid, and it was actually fifty dollars this whole time. Yeah. Y'all heard him? No one. I just no one didn't look. Just, there. I just kept throwing my money around. I didn't really give a shit. So, <laughs> fifty. Fifty. I gonna give you three fifty. Three fifty. Three fifty. Three fifty. So okay. Right at two hours. <laughs> and we're down and we we're it. down to six people watching when we were up to like twelve at one given time. So well we know who our goal was. Yeah, shout out to those six. Way to way to be troopers. Good job. I bet you one of them for sure is probably TM2DB because he was waiting Brother thirty Kyle. minutes before the show. Brother Kyle, I'm sure he fell off. How many of y'all no, are actually on. watching? Bro- Brother Kyle's on, and he agrees with me. It's okay. If, if you're still in, if you're still watching, just uh, start spamming the chat because I'm curious to see what that Otherwise, looks like. Otherwise, Candace's dog's gonna growl more. Yeah. What is? If, you, if you're still watching, just spam oh, okay. the chat by saying "dog is dumb." Okay, so oh, here? Here, here, here's the best comment of the whole That's chat good. since the since Matt left. <laughs> Thank you. No, he's yes. not. And then, and then Dalton had to say wrong. Uh, that's why I, that's why I said Brett what I said. Was the kind kind enough to say <laughs> Cheetor's a dick? He was a dick. If you really think about it, he started becoming a dick over the whole after season three. Beast yeah, machines. It, it, Beast machines. I just want. I wish he fucking died in these uh, machines. Oh, oh my god. My. Fucking little prick. <laughs> He's just as worse as fucking Night Scream's little bitch ass. To be fair, they were all dick to each other. So Joe. None of those characters can put flaws. Oh my god. Joe, Joe, still here. Like Thank you. Peter's like still here. This is morphing into an episode. I'm going to tell you what we were going. (laughs) We were going. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, I hear beer cans knocking around. Like, fucking Joe's drunk off his ass. I hear beer cans (laughs) rattling around. Like, holy fuck. Not that bad. Hey! I only had had four and then the two big cans. So, Brother Kyle just summed it up. Cheetor is... Beast Wars Hot Rod looks cool, but is a dick. And if you really think <laughs> about it, Cheetor was the reason Primal died in Beast Machines. So not. he killed Primal. Yes, he did. He fucking took Hot Rods. Hot Rods ancestors, what that is. Brother Kyle, he also killed right Primal in Beast Wars. So, I mean, there you go. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. It's all his fault. If Cheetor didn't exist, <laughs> Primal would die. It did Four. injure him in the one episode. <laughs> yeah, stupid oh, really oh, bad shit. shot. Hey Joe, what? Did you did you drink that seltzer thing? Yeah. Was it any good? That white girl wasted. 
It had alcohol. Don't be quiet. The real men are talking that drink. Yeah, what did you say? It's like <laughs> the seltzer's uh, 4.5%. That's a light beer. Yeah, mm. I mean, and then the, the, the Coors Banquet I had was, Ugh. where does it say? Trash. I, I don't see it saying anywhere on it. It says, it says, if you need to refill, submerge in toilet. It's a pot of Beast Wars podcast. Icky. Uh, we're actually, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're alcoholics and Beast Wars fans, so it's okay. Except for Dalton. Well, speak for yourself. Fans. I don't drink. Shit, come hang out with us for a week and you will. No way. Candace, it takes the edge off Candace, really the funny thing is, is if you drank some of that uh, that Coors Light stuff that Mike <laughs> drinks, you'd Fuck still you still wouldn't be drinking beer, so you'd <laughs> be fine. Yeah, just just go with the go with the Bush Latte, Candace. Hey, I had the nectar of the gods. What? I drank Bush when we went to Kentucky. Yeah, it was phenomenal, wasn't it? It was the best I thing we've ever drank. And me and you were the only two drinking because we had to finish off that thirty pack. And guess yeah. what? I had eight. You had eight. Because no yep. one else wanted to man up and drink. Yeah, Dalton was just like, oh, I can't drink. Oh, oh, no. I can see I it now. I have excuses. I can see it now. Mike looks at Joe and goes, this is a job for us. We can take care of it. <laughs> well, no, what Mike did is he just took his eight and went into the shower and disappeared for 20 minutes. <laughs> I, when I shower, I drink beer at the same time. It's hilarious. It doesn't matter if it gets on my beard, I can wash it off. <laughs> that's that's an all time low right there. No, it's wait, it's an all time low. I mean, it's like honestly, if you get if you get so drunk and you get in your beard a little bit, you know, when you get a, a, a bushy beer like me, you know, you just gotta, oh, wow. it's easier just to wash the water off while you're right See, there. I, I would think that drinking beer I just in the don't shower, spill. drinking beer in the shower is about the same as eating a sandwich while on the, the toilet. So, Have you not tried that before? I, no. 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 That, that crosses the line. I, I, no. That's just, no. What it's like, it's what does like this mean? Eating, what does this mean? Bro? Eating oh. fried chicken with a boiled <laughs> egg. It's just, it's just not right. I, I don't get emojis. What is that? That's fire, like fire bush. tree, fire tree farts. So fire tree farts. Yeah, fire, fire bush farts. fart. Fire bush. Fire flame bush. Bush, <laughs> bush show. I bet that's what. No, he no. Bush. I think I think it was making a remark to Ugly Fat's comment about injecting marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the tree was supposed to represent like a marijuana leaf. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, now it represents bush. Bush. The nasty bush <laughs> burning bush farts. The Joe beer. Nasty. Mm, the bear. Joe beer. <laughs> the Joe yeah. beer. It's the all nectar that, of the gods. The blue yummy. All, all that. We should. Time. We should. Yeah. Dude, the, we should collect. We should start getting royalties from Anheuser Busch for this. We're we're essentially advertising Joe, for them. Joe, I could see it right now. If you started a brewery and it would be Joe's beer, I know it would taste like Wisconsin cheese. Hey, my uh, dad makes beer and it's actually really good. I should bring you some next time. Mm-hmm. I'll, is I'll that, bring you is some that, next time. Is that what one of the ones where you go? Well, what's the alcohol content? Oh, 
Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you usually have to sit down by the time you're done drinking it. It's pretty good, though. Listen, if you At can't, this point, what's it really matter? If you can't see anymore, <laughs> stop drinking. Okay. If you can't uh, read this label, you should stop. You know what's really funny is that we've actually gotten three more people watching us listen to us shit talk for the last ten minutes. They went, what are they doing? Really? I know, they're like... Well, like I came on, there's a guy talking about piss. Now I go now, they're talking about drinking beer in the shower and eat sandwiches on the toilet. <laughs> what the fuck kind of show is this? Well, let's be honest, if Brick's on here, being like, what the fuck have y'all done to my show? What the fuck? I don't think he cares anymore. I was surprised to see him in the show. I really was. But let's go ahead and sign out. Uh, it was a great show. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, having uh, Matthew on talk with the pins. So if anyone's very interested, go to Kickstarter underneath Beast Warriors. The link is in the description. It I is am, funded. I'm up, is, I'm up in my pledge. And I'm going to up my pledge, too. You, Me, and too. Put your money in now. If you want to go the whole tier, it's like $68. US And if mm. you want to add extra money, it's $7. It has to be listed. $7 in Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. Canadian, correct. Yeah. So, like, for me, I'm going to add two, thinking I'm going to get two dark greens, two pterosols, and... Two red monkeys. I mean, let's, let's think about this. It's really, really quick. Do you really want that Big Mac? You can hold off on that Big Mac. Get you a pen. Why are you saying me? I'm saying that what? for everybody. I'm so, saying this. You sound like you're pointing out to the fat guy who likes Big Macs. I didn't, but I'll, if you I'll want also you know, put it this way. I took it that way, damn it. Also put it this way. I mean, this dude already has. You can get, like, a great-looking season one cast for under 100 bucks. And then at this rate, you'll get season two and season three. You'll have everything for probably under two hundred bucks. That's pretty great. That's cheaper than buying the vintage toys. I mean, come on, people, the, jump on the, it. It's, the ones it's he great. showed us, the ones that he actually shows us, we saw quite a few pins. There's like five, I think we saw. I saw we saw the tran the Transmetal Megatron, the Rampage. Yep. I saw a Rat Trap. Yep, mm -hmm. I saw Silverbolt. The Silverbolt's the one I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, Doggy this, bot. it is going to be something really good, and I'm really glad that he even said himself he's going to wait till after the holidays in January to do the next wave. So, so, so think about it this way: boycott your lattes, get you a regular gas station coffee for a few weeks, and you got the money. Get or you some pins or coke. Not everyone drinks a latte. Or if you're like Joe, instead of getting real beer. You get that generic stuff, it's cheaper, and you say, Yeah, my bush latte is delicious, and it's cheap. I mean, you can't See? go wrong. There you hey, go. Hey, Peter, he might, if if um, if it takes off really well in the next two, you know, I can't, maybe he would do a Beast Wars second or Neo. I don't know. I um, love that. I, th so I, no I, think that, I think that'd be a harder sell, but I could see it. Well, just because not, of popularity, I just look at you. You got to look when you look at numbers. You look at really? popularity, but that's that's for another show. What would be a harder sell? Those or Beast Machines? I think Beast Machines would be the hardest sell. No, I, I think Beast Machines would do no. pretty good. Not since Cheat or Kill and, Primal. And... He did not kill Primal. He Beast killed. Machines would be less characters. Well, the only good thing about Beast so. Machines would be like like you just said, there'd be less characters. It'd be a shorter run. His costs be less on that, but still, I, I think I think Beast Machines is a hard sell. It's it's even more 
like it takes the already divided Transformer fandom between G1 and B-Stores, then divides the B-Stores fandom. So, yeah, yeah that's true. All right, so let's sign out. Uh, Brett, tell me where you find you at. Mega Master Medical Toy Fan on Facebook. Joe. Daltinian's TFs and Primal Sabbath on everywhere. <laughs> Dalton. You can find me, the real Dalton, not Daltinian's TFs, pretty much everywhere, and on YouTube as Daltinian95. I looked and for that. I couldn't find it. I know, right? And the quiet one, Dylan. <laughs> you find me. Hey, you're Instagram, still here. Instagram and Twitter at Delirium432. King and Death. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. Uh, just search for <laughs> Ken Centaur or Ken Ice Centaur. Thank you. That was super sweet. You're, you're uh, too good at that, Candace. She really is. And y'all can find me everywhere as the Angry Mike. But before we get out of here, let's talk about the Cool Table Network. Shattercast Uncut, Enter the Round, Toy D-Docs, Big and Bears Faster. and Bolter. Shut up. Breaking the mold. Nerd Rage Radio. Push. First communication. Building up to verbally challenged. Masterpiece Shit Piece Theater. Armor Mentions. Include the Nerds. Push. Has spoken total package. Blackout and Shout. All queued up. Peace off the me. runners. And Dakota's, and Dakota's best friend. Around 30 minutes with Deluxe Baldwin. Y'all have a good night. See you next week.